Metallica, here they come, the kings of metal. Hey, this is Chad Z, roadie for Metallica, and you're listening to Metal Up Your Podcast. You're really good at that. Welcome to Mill Up Your Podcast. I'm Ethan Luck. And I'm Clint Wells. And this is another Metallica Monday. This is number three for us. And tonight we're going to be watching live and over the phone, <laughs> uh, live from Munich, May 31st, 2015. That's right. And I did not look at this set list at all. Same. Lars has said in the uh, in the announcement that it's filled with deep cuts. So I think we have a pretty fun show um, yeah. ahead of us here, Ethan. And cheers to you from my studio in Nashville. Cheers to you. We are... St- we are still uh, honoring the quarantine, and uh, we still believe that it's important for you all to stay home and to uh, minimize the spread of the virus, although it seems like the world is trying to open back up pretty soon, which is a little scary, but yep. we are going to keep honoring it here, and uh, we've been doing this the last two weeks. If you're joining us for the first time, we're an all-Metallica podcast. Ethan and I are two professional musicians who make time every week to talk about our favorite metal band, the Mighty Metallica. And uh, we usually cover everything from the band members and gear, and we do deep dives into the records and reviews and eras and, you know, which uh, w- which mullet was the best on James Hetfield, et cetera. Oh, that's debatable. Uh, the last few weeks, since Metallica started to roll out these nugs.net live shows on Mondays, we thought it'd be cool to now have our episodes on Tuesdays, watch the show together with some commentary. Yeah. Now, we've got about half the people saying that they love these episodes, and we got about half people saying that... Uh, they have they have a bunch of problems with it. The show's not loud enough. That's one we've gotten. Okay. Someone wrote today that they think it's going to be boring because they play the same songs, which I'm not really sure that's the case. Um, so I I don't know, Ethan, if this is going to be the last one we do. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know if I'm I mean, feeling it. It takes too much time to have people be like a little lackluster about it. Um, yeah, I mean, I I understand. You know, maybe some frustrations on the, like the mix of the episode or things like that. But you know, listen to me. These are as close as we could do to live commentary episodes. So there's going to be some things that maybe uh, don't sound as good, I guess. I don't know, but I'm having a blast doing them. Uh, right. You know, especially when we don't look at the set list, you know, like I don't remember Munich from May 31st, 2015, but I'm excited to listen to it. I'm excited to hear the deep cuts like uh, they posted about. And if we take a break from this uh, next week, then we do. If not, I, th- I think it all depends on what show is next week. I was just up till 4 a.m. last week making sure it got out, and then just to have people be like, oh, yeah, it's just okay. It's like, whatever, I don't need to be praised for it, but it's if it's not working, it's not working. I do think there's some like preconception issues. So first of all, these commentary episodes are not meant to replace you watching the gig. Like, right. it's not, you know, if your deal is, I want to watch this gig cranked, this won't replace that. So what this is, hopefully, ideally, we'd hope that you can just find a sync place and sync it with us, and then you can watch it with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but but the idea really, you know, that we were banking on is that you guys wanted to hear us talking about Metallica, which is why you come listen every week. So exactly, yeah, it's more important, I think, that you hear us <laughs> making jokes than it is that <laughs> right. you hear the exact tone of the fucking snare, the snare. Yeah, so, or maybe the, uh, the the better approach, if 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 you're maybe a little bummed on these episodes, is watch it live as it airs Monday night, and then you know 
revisit our episode the next morning, you know, to where, you know, the audio's ducked down a little bit, but you can hear our commentary over it. That's my suggestion. If you like that, cool. If not, hang in for a week or two and we'll, we'll give you some other sauce. Yeah, and we'll move on. It's all fine. It's all good. We got a few emails here. So basically, just like the last few shows, we are, uh, you know, synced up. We're watching the countdown. There's seven minutes and 42 seconds left mm-hmm. before the show starts. And, you know, I'm going to try to put a little more, a few more triggers here at the top where you can sort of sync the show, like maybe whatever they open with, like a four count into the downbeat of the first song. I'm going to try to do right. a few of those towards the top so you can sort of get it a little bit aligned with where we're at because um, it's just going to be a more a more fun experience that way. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely, yeah. And listen, you know, times are weird for everyone out there and uh, for us too, and we're just trying to find a unique way to connect with you guys and, and celebrate the band. So, you know, these episodes aren't us being lazy about doing the podcast. And in fact, really behind the scenes and especially over at the Patreon, I'm working my ass off harder than ever. These so t- Yeah, th- this kind of stuff takes way more effort for sure. So let's read a few emails here while we got some time. And uh, well, first of all, Ethan, how are you? I miss you. I love you. I hope you're well. How are you doing? I'm good. I miss you and I love you too. I wish we were doing this in the same room, of course, uh, as you do and as I'm sure our listeners do. It'd be much more enjoyable. Uh, but I'm having a good time doing this. Uh, we're doing good over here, man. We're still, you know, like, same thing like you talked about at the top of the show we're doing you know our part to uh you know practice uh, safer at home and uh yeah just doing a lot of uh music stuff at home doing a lot of yard work which is fun i cleaned out my gutters the other day and didn't fall off my roof so that's a positive yeah i spent three hours with a pressure washer today that you generously let me borrow i did yeah your wife your wife bravely came over here um and uh popped the trunk and i uh, gave her a quick tutorial and threw it in there and uh yeah i'm glad it's working out for you I only a couple of times pretended that it was I was peeing with that forceful blast. Isn't it fun? Just a few times. Did um, you write anything in the concrete before you? I thought about it. I thought about it, but then I was like, ah, fuck it. Do you remember like two years ago when I, I pressure washed my entire concrete area in my backyard, which is not small because yes. you know, I live in a mansion and stuff. Um, right. But uh, I, I pressure washed the Metal Up Your Podcast logo. I probably <laughs> yeah, posted I it at some point, but uh, <laughs> it's just fun to to draw things, you know, like you're, it's such a monotonous, like oh, I'm just cleaning all the dirt off my concrete. Every once in a while you draw a little picture and it's kind of fun. I just listened to the new Pearl Jam record like four times in a row, which is so, so, so good, by the way. It's a great record. Uh, have you have you spent time with it yet? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Damn, it's so good. It's so great. Absolutely, man. Love that um, All right. I'm going to read a few emails here. Now, I didn't have time to put notes together because I've, I've been in the yard all day with my family. So uh, I'm just going to read a couple of these, if that's okay with you, Ethan, and we can kind of bounce off whatever they're saying. Let's do it. Aiden Hickey, Aiden Hickey writes in and says, Metallica Monday appreciation email. After all my bitching, look at this. Aiden's going to come through for me here. <laughs> he says, hey, Clinton, Ethan, just a not-so-quick email of encouragement lovingly sent from my email portal to yours. Portal. I just want to say that your Metallica Mondays episodes are much appreciated as they help myself and many others cope during these uncertain times, and I think they're amongst your best episodes yet. Wow. Uh, I have not pre-read any of these, by the way. Wow, that's cool. I probably wouldn't have gone on that rant earlier if I'd known this email <laughs> was going to be the first one I read. Uh, he says, in a way, it's not too dissimilar to having a couple of friends over and watching, say, Binge and Purge or S&M on DVD, except it's on the internet, honey, please. Oh, come on, honey, please. And he wrote all that in Joyce's exact sort of uh, diction. He says, everybody seems to be wondering how far back the boys will go with these shows, but in my opinion... I doubt we will see anything pre-Saint Anger because of all the profanity and them all being hammered on stage. <laughs> I know most people don't have a problem with this, but the boys might be a bit embarrassed by it. I doubt Lars wants to watch himself from 25 years ago pull down his trousers in an arena full of 20,000 people. <laughs> it may also be that a lot of these concerts are already on YouTube thanks to channels like MetFam41 and uh, Met Concerts 100 our buddy, um, Monty. He says, or who knows, it could even be a Newstead thing. I'd be interested to hear your thoughts on this. All the best to you and your fams. Aiden, 
yeah, it's a good it's a good question. I guess we'll have to just let time unfold. Time shall unfold in the uh, concert portal. Uh, I yeah, I, I can't mean, imagine it's a Newstead thing. I don't think it's a Newstead thing. And even if even if it's stuff that happened during the show, whether they were hammered or Lars pulls his pants down or whatever. I'd imagine that, I mean, they, they have, you know, a, a good crew remixing these things, touching them up, re-editing maybe. So if they really wanted to show something, let's say from the Black Album era for the one of the load eras, they could they could spice it up a little bit, edit some things out maybe they're not happy with. But who knows? I mean, the earliest thing we've got so far is uh, from the World Magnetic Tour. So time will tell. We'll see. All right, uh, Michael Salazar, who's a patron, writes, What's up, brothers? And his subject is the quarantine covers, which is, if you don't know, Ethan and I are doing covers every week of songs chosen by our patrons. And That's you right, can get man. all of that over at Patreon. It's a, a great way to support Ethan and I in this time when our, basically our, our entire industry is completely shut down. <laughs> and uh, we really uh, appreciate and, um, and uh, appreciate the support. It means a lot to us. So uh, Michael writes in, he says, Michael, here, just wanted to say I've been enjoying all the covers you've been putting out. Ethan, your Clash cover, I think, was my favorite yet. Oh, man. I love, I love key change cover- covers. <clears throat> and Clint, thank you for choosing my song of choice to cover Simple Death by Chelsea Wolfe. As soon as I saw you were looking for suggestions, I immediately heard your voice. Plus, I know you're as big a fan of her diverse music as I am. As a musician, I always appreciate a cover of someone singing something by a different gender artist, which isn't always easy, but you pulled it off better than I imagined. Mm. Anyways, I feel like you guys really put in the effort to make us all feel like family, so thank you for that. I have one question for you guys. I was watching the Metallica 30th anniversary shows, came across the Dave Mustaine performances, it made me think, has Dave Mustaine maybe learned or played any Metallica songs or riffs that he didn't help write, like songs after he was out of the band? So many Justice or Black Album stuff. Uh, I'm sorry. So many musicians seem to learn a lot of Metallica songs. What do you guys think? Think Mustaine has secretly played any puppets, Justice, or Black Album stuff in private? Or do you think he thinks he's above that? Anyways, dude, stay safe. Proud to be a patron. Say hi to Torben for me if you see him flying around. Uh, I'm up here right now. I say, Hello, sir. It's great to hear your, hear your email voice. Uh, I don't think Mustaine has spent a lot of time learning Metallica riffs, to be honest. I would seriously doubt it as well. Um, well, and even in 30th anniversary shows, I mean, he he got on stage and played the songs that he was a part of. You know, he's they're not asking him to come up and play, you know, one or short of straw or anything like that. Yeah, but it's just as a point of curiosity, if he's ever sat at home and been like, oh man, you know, I'm so butthurt about the whole Metallica thing. However... Really can't deny how good, uh, you know, the shortest straw riff is. Right. Maybe I'm going to try to learn it. I don't know. I mean, maybe he might have figured it out being like, yeah, that's cool. Maybe I could have done better. I don't, you know, I don't know. Graham Smith writes, Rome guy. He says, hey, what's up, brothers? I'm absolutely pissing myself laughing listening to episode 165. Your Rome guy impressions are fucking insanely brilliant. <laughs> have a great weekend and stay safe. Peace and love, Graham. Well, it's like when you write an email through the portal. It's like when you die. I never thought I'd become a Rome guy. Kind of like how when you rove and you wander and you're a nomad. Kind of like how you're a vagabond and the earth becomes your bride. Or maybe you're a throne at Tower Records. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like those that, that dude is like uh, like Joyce's cousin because it's kind of a New York accent. It's like a, yeah, yeah, yeah. a New York accent of a dude that's been smoking for 35 years. He's like a Jersey guy. Well, my aunt Joyce tells me I should quit smoking, but <laughs> I kind of feel like you after you die, you go on and you on yeah. and on. And 
and like her her dog Lucius. Uh, <laughs> listen, that dog is so sweet, and uh, and I, when you die, I think you're gonna see your dogs. I used to hang out more with Aunt Joyce, but she was always rubbing peanut butter on Lucius, <laughs> and I kept telling Joyce, "It's like when you die and you got peanut butter on your epidermis, and so on and so forth." Hey, by the way, Rome guy, um, I do love this new stay tuned thing that's on the screen right now with the uh, the bitchin' load reload M logo happening, the, the star. It's kind of <laughs> it's kind of like in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> well, you put the M's together and it makes kind of a fucked up star that sort of symbolizes <laughs> and sort of in a way epitomizes an era of the band, kind of like when you die. <laughs> Hey, here's here's a, a, a curious question before this okay. starts. I wonder. Remember last week, and Lars was kind of giving the rest of the band shit for not checking their email and do these to do these intros. I wonder if we're going to see Kirk or James or Robert do the intro for this week. I would love to. I know that Stefan Shirazi oh. put out. Well, speak of the devil. Oh crap! I think you're still ahead of me, Bob. Refresh. Every time I hit refresh, it plays a fucking ad. Oh my god! I hate you too. Get you an oh ad blocker, dude. All right, here's Rob. Got Rob with a sweet hat on. Was he in David Lynch's Red Room? Come Good on, God. Rob. Vertical video, bro. That was him trying to do Torben. This show is incredible because... I see here that we played Metal Militia, which is a rarity. We played King Nothing. Oh no! Don't do it, dude. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm tuning, I'm tuning it out. I'm tuning it out. I'm not listening. So anyway, how are you? Quick. It's like yeah, when Rob I'm gives sorry. up the set list and because you died. <laughs> I just muted it. I can't, I, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna have this happen to me. Yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna, gonna have it. Why I'm, are they doing that? I'm gonna mute it too. I'm muting. What are the what's their what's the goal there to entice people to stick around? We're maybe, already here, bro. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's it's like just a thing where it's just like, I mean, how cool? Maybe could, it's like when you die. It's like when you roam. <laughs> you know, maybe maybe uh, it's just a way for people to get excited. I guess you know, a lot of fans might think like, well, 2015, what was that exciting then? They were well past Death Magnetic and Hardwired was still a year away. Who knows? But. Um, but I am stoked to see old Robert Trujillo up there. He checked his email. Lars is like, bro, can you please do the intro to this next week? Dude, I know that you're the longest um, sitting bass player in Metallica, but we will fire your ass without hesitation. All right. I'm going to wait till he, oh, now he's showing us his computer. What is it? What is this? What is he on Flickr? What is he doing? It's like when you go to Metallica.com and you rob and you in the band. Yeah, this hat he's wearing, it's like a, a fedora kind of hat, like he's about to join the Cherry Poppin' Daddies or something. All right. I just unmuted. He said, let's get to it. So I think we're about to start. Let's check out this show. All right. From 2015. And um, enjoy all the great songs in this incredible set list. I wish we played the set list every night. Anyway. He just said, I wish we played the set list every night. Yeah. I think I'm still a little bit of a head, ahead of you. Yeah. So just keep that in mind. All right, they're showing. Is oh, this is when they have the, the uh, this is when they have the fans on stage. Man, this is a big fucking venue, dude. Hold on a minute, sorry. Uh, I must make this announcement. 
Yeah, so you're giving me you're giving me like emotional spoilers. <laughs> I will do my best to not do that. So they're opening with you. Oh my god, look at Lars's. You know what that ponytail looks like? It's like the bad guy from Karate Kid 3. It is. It totally is. What's that guy's name? Uh, shoot. Tony something? Uh, Tony Silva, I think. <laughs> Tony Silver. Silver, not Silva. How about that? How about a fuel opener? I'm loving that. I love this. I'm, I'm immediately remembering now watching clips of this era of Metallica where they open this a lot and he comes out and does the whole, we have an announcement to make. Give me fuel, you know. I feel like it would be so amazing to be on the stage, but also kind of awkward, right? A little awkward, especially because they're all wearing in-ears and there's not any uh, actual wedges on stage. My direction. With, all right, here's the fuel count. Give me fuel, give me fire, give me that which I desire. That's for the listeners. I'm definitely ahead of you. <laughs> I know you're ahead of me. I'm not worried about you. I'm talking. I'm doing this for the listeners, honey. Oh, honey, please. So they're all back there, so I guess band members can just invariably go back there and do a little bit of rocking. Yeah, just rock out with the fans. This is also probably this uh, similar year to when Wayne Summers uh, returned the puppets backdrop and also was able to go on stage and be in that crowd. You got James playing the old uh, White Iron Cross. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Kirk okay. with the hot caution. Pass. Pass. Oh, whoa. This already sounds great, by the way. Sounds amazing. I'm really glad that they're they're retouching these, uh, you know, with Fiddleman's crew. It's the right thing to do. Yeah, not that they wouldn't sound, you know, really good otherwise. But, I mean, this is just, this just sounds fucking huge. Especially with cans on. Put your headphones on, everybody. Well, that's the other thing about the episodes is like they're meant. These episodes are meant to be heard with earbuds in for sure. Yeah, absolutely. You're going to hear a lot more of the show with the earbuds in, but I can't have the show overpowering what we're saying because we interject almost the whole time. Right. Man, I will say this off the bat: some of the camera movements are really jerky, and it's it's a little it's a little nauseating. It's a little extreme. <laughs> Extreme zooms. The extreme cam. Whoa! Oh. It, Rob looks bitching with his uh, with his beard. I love that he said burn him at burn. That's so fucking cool. Yeah. Whoa, 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 Rob playing the Jocko. Yeah. He's got the, j- the old jazz bass. Shut crazy that this is seven what seven years after death man came out and they're still just like on stage just wearing it out like it's not like people at this point i mean we we cared that they didn't have a new album out but this shows the power of this band they could play any time without putting on a record and still just wear it out and have a shitload of people there well and this is a festival right yeah it's a festival gig yeah this is main stage now an obvious highlight of these episodes, Ethan, is when you dip into the old comment section. So, <clears throat> oh man, feel free I- to do that anytime you feel inspired. Okay, uh, someone said, "Slow down, Lars." <laughs> well, I disagree. I I actually love when he, they play "Fuel Fast." Uh, you know, I think the chorus suffers a little bit, but someone else just said, "Too fast, Lars." <laughs> uh, I mean, my only note to Lars is is to get the Tony Silver ponytail out of here. Yeah, 
I mean, who knows? Maybe he's expecting Daniel LaRusso to show up and he wants to intimidate him. Well, what he doesn't. Well, well, I mean, what he wants to do first is. All right, going into bells. Yeah. Uh, what he wants to do first is he wants to befriend Daniel because you know he's sort of covertly working for Cobra Kai. Right. And he wants to lure Daniel's son in and uh, get him to punch the thing that makes his knuckles bloody. Right. Exactly. He's kind of turning him to the dark side. He's kind of like a like a Sith, like a Sith Lord. Yeah, he's a bit of a Vader character. Yeah, it, may, it might seem enticing at first, but you know that you know you're you're going to go to the dark side eventually. He wants him to harness his anger. Here's another thing: if you get invited to stand on stage with Metallica, just don't wear shorts, bro. Don't wear <laughs> shorts. I mean, it is Germany, though. The Germans. It's Germany. Uh, yes. They I, like to they like to keep their legs exposed to the elements. But they don't get a lot of sunlight in Germany through the winter months, so it's <laughs> it's time to get some vitamin D on your legs. Oh, I need some vitamin D on my lugs. God, I love this song. I think Lars sounds great, man. I'm yeah. so, I feel like I'm always kind of kissing his ass. Listen, he's got his he's got his little flaws and flubs here and there, but I don't really care. <laughs> I, I don't. just don't give a shit. I, don't. I, I really don't. I just, you know, I, I kind of look at the overall energy and attitude of the show, and that's all I, I go on, man. It's yeah, like this. You can tell these dudes right now are so fucking pumped. Fully, I mean, Lars especially. Like we've talked about this so many times. He's having the best time up there. He's Metallica's biggest fan. Yeah, I think that guy's Metallica's biggest fan. He definitely is. <laughs> guy look like fucking Andy ah! Dick out there. <laughs> you check back in on him twenty minutes later, and he's still like, ah! he'll be making that face during nothing else matters. I feel like this is going to be a pretty exciting set list with the the deep cut teaser we got. Um, you know, when you're this far away from your last record, it's like, screw it, why not? Let's play some random stuff. Right, right. Well, that's the thing, is it it can go two ways. If you're not promoting an album, it's either kind of great roll out the greatest hits or a great opportunity um, to do something unusual. Right, exactly, yeah. This might have been during the the All Request Tour. Let me see when that was. Maybe so, yeah. I'm turning the boys up a little bit, feeling it. Oh, there was the it was the buy request tour. Someone in the comment section just wrote "For whom the bell tolls," but it looked like "For whom the bell tools." So that's exciting. <laughs> whom the bell tools. Someone said "Metal Time." Someone just said, hey. <laughs> well, they're just trying to make some new friends. I, again, I, I can't imagine trying to keep up with this chat and like write something and expect anyone to even see it. It moves so fast. It looks like the credits. It's faster than the credits at the end of a movie. I feel like For Whom the Bell Tolls is one of James's coolest lyrics. For sure. Definitely a lot of Cliff influence too, because I was just thinking also about the thing that should not be, but a lot of Cliff in there. Oh yeah, for sure. Not, not that Cliff wrote the lyric, but like Cliff brought that kind of literary shit out of James. Absolutely, he did. One hundred percent. 
My name is Laws, and I like to get up off the kit for the outro. It's like when you play For Whom the Bell Tolls, and it feels like you die, but you don't. It's kind of like when the bell tolls for you. (laughs) That guy hurts my throat, man. I know, it really does. We can ease up. Kirk, man. I'm wiping my hair from my eye. All right, what do we got? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. That right that right hand, dude. I mean, freaking Metal Militia, third song. It's bitching. I didn't even really know that's what this... Is this Metal Militia for real? Yeah. It's wow, off like an album so called better. Kill Them All. I like it so much better now. The, to- the tone... Damn, that's a brutal riff, man. Yeah. That's <laughs> so cool. God, I love this song. <laughs> now! kind of sounds like a crucial taunt song <laughs> and a whammy bar how do you feel about Hetfield doing the high stuff like that I mean he doesn't have a lot of options and I admire like going for it's the thing to do it doesn't sound great right it doesn't sound great but it could be but worse. what are the options you know He's done it on a couple other old songs where he goes really high, where he kind of does his growly voice, which sounds kind of cool. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, but here's but here's the deal: when they're playing Metal Militia, the idea it's really more of like the spirit of it, right? Like, of course, it's just yeah. cool that they're playing it. So so nailing it is just less important because it's right. just so much fun that they're playing it. It's fun for them. They know it's a big treat for us. Super duper deep cut, like. One of the biggest deep cuts, for sure, right? For sure, yeah. I don't even think they played Metal Militia that often live when they only had this album out. Right, yeah, exactly. They were like, you want to do Metal Militia tonight? Uh, let's do like seven Diamond Head covers. <laughs> Instead of that. Yeah, totally. Someone's going to fucking write in and be like, they actually they covered, but they played Metal Militia quite often, actually. Yeah, actually they've they played it 476 times. That was pretty brutal. Yeah, this sounds great, I think. Metal Militia! (laughs) 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 Seeing them play it like with this tone and this kind of maturity it makes me like the song more it really does yeah for sure and really just a, a bunch of dudes in their in their at this point early 50s just wearing out this song still man something that came out in the early 80s come on dude it's so funny Graham Stark who sent us the email earlier he just wrote about this he said just don't get why James insists on the high falsetto type notes not needed <laughs> That's exactly what we're talking about. Yeah, well, listen, I mean, James went through this this phase for a number of years where he was 
I, I really feel his, his vocal range was expanding and he was just trying to hit those notes still. And sometimes it sounded okay and other times it just did not. And, uh, you know, as musicians, that's what you kind of do. Like, you test your limits and you see what you can do. And You know what's a weird feeling too, though, Ethan? I don't know if you've experienced this, but... What's that? So today we... we so, by the way, go follow us on all the socials because we're doing these riff battles every night or, like, we've been doing these guitar harmonies where we do a video together where we play Metallica guitar harmonies. Yeah, the, his falsetto's not crushing. But anyway, I, I originally was doing the, the stuff to one, and I kind of just really couldn't do it very well. Yeah. It, it It's weird to not be able to do something that you used to be able to do no problem. That's just a strange feeling. Yeah. So I could see you wanting to like, you know, he wrote Metal Militia. He sang Metal Militia. He's the guy who sang it. So it's got to be weird to not be able to do it. Mm-hmm. And there's probably some denial of like, well, I'm just going to jump in and go for it. Right, totally. Rather than admit that it, I can't do it. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm like, like I was saying earlier, there's a few songs that he's gone up super high, like like this song. He does it on Lightning, too. And he's a, well, yeah, and he, he, he's he's uh, adjusted in recent years, I think. I mean, I think at a certain point, you, you, you realize your limits, and it's like, well, I can't physically do that anymore. And, um, you know, and you just you, you adjust and, and, and figure it out and make it sound great otherwise. Um, I thought some of that high stuff sounded not great, but some of it sounded cool. Um, yeah, I agree. It was kind of kind of a mixed bag, which is fine. Again, if you're there, hey, look, there's Chad. Um, I'm ahead of you, by the way. Uh, you fuck. Sorry. Also, I'd imagine, too, being in that stadium with all those fucking people, you know... It might have been a different vibe with that high high vocal stuff as opposed to us sitting here with headphones on, you know, kind of listening to it in excruciating detail. What kind of weird stadium is this? We're mixing it up a bit. We're playing some deep tracks. All right. It looks it looks like a soccer stadium in Europe. Hope that's good for you. Here's another one. Oh, another deep cut. All right. Don't don't spoil it, Ethan. Oh, King Nothing. Yep. King Nothing. There we go. Man, come on, dude. Give it up for this song, bro. I don't know if I've ever actually watched footage of them playing King Nothing with Rob on bass. Oh, I have. I guess I'm just a bigger Metallica fan I than I guess you, you are. <laughs> it's like when you're a bigger fan of the Reload and Load records. Oh, this is cool. I'm stoked on this song. Ooh, got James of the White Snake bited on his knee. Dude, to go from Metal Militia to King Nothing is so badass. I'm already just loving this show so much. I just can't. Yeah, so far, so far, this might beat out the uh, the World Magnetic show, which yeah. was so killer. Man, Rob's bases have kind of grown on me, man. I think his bases look so cool. The, the, the tiny bases, yeah. The, the Warwicks. I don't. I still don't dig yeah. them. I can't do it. I think he's a monster badass bass player, but I just I'd rather him play that jazz bass the whole time. Isn't it amazing how good that thing sounds in Metallica? It's just so not a not a uh, metal bass. Don't get me wrong, that thing sounds incredible. It it sounds great. Rob plays it great. I mean, Kirk could be playing the lamest PRS right now, and it would make it sound great. I just don't like the look of it. This is my this is my personal preference. I love when they do the crowd shots and people are singing along, and they're just definitely not singing the right words. <laughs> watermelon, watermelon, watermelon. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Let me tell you something, dude. Tell me. If you don't like if you don't like this song, I don't fucking understand you, man. This song's great. 
if you don't like King Nothing, I just don't understand you. I don't understand. Which is fine. Which is fine. But I just don't. Yeah. Rob sounds great, dude. Oh, yeah. And Tony Silver back there on drums just laying it down, man. <laughs> Tony Silver, man. That was on, like, TV the other night. Got sucked in, dude. Yeah, man. What's a good series? Part one and two are the best, of course. But, but here's the most mesmerizing thing to me about Karate Kid, right? What's that? Is that he sucks at karate. The karate in the movie yeah. sucks. <laughs> He's not that good. Isn't that amazing? Have you ever watched the... the I gotta send it to you. There's a video on YouTube where it's basically this whole thing about how Daniel's actually the villain and not Johnny. Oh my god, it's, it's amazing. It's really funny because you watch it and you're like, oh yeah, totally. <laughs> I think Daniel kind of comes off as an asshole for a lot of the trilogy. Yeah. Um, also, the the uh, the series Cobra Kai on YouTube. I've I've signed up for YouTube Premium two times to watch both seasons. It's a fun nostalgic trip, especially the first season. God, the guys sound great, by the way. I know they're crushing it, dude. I love them so much, man. Gosh, I like I like love them, like love love them. <laughs> Like more than no, a I'm friend. No, I'm like in love. You're like I'm more like than in a love. friend. There's like platonic love, and there's like more than platonic love. It's like more than platonic. Like, uh, you know, when you die, you love someone, but they're gone. But yeah, this is more than platonic, I think. <laughs> you went into a little mistake there. I just, I just want to roam. <laughs> That'd be a that's a challenge to go between those dudes. Yeah, beautiful. Let me do another quick sync check in here. Wish I may, wish I might have this wish I wish tonight. I'm not doing it for you, bro. I'm doing I'm it for the, for the audience. Excuse me for living. <laughs> I'm going to do another kind of sync count for going into the chorus. Okay. All right. One, two, three, four. Careful what you wish you. One, two, three, four. Chorus. That's for you at home. Well, I hope you're all synced up at home. I hope you all synced it up. It kind of amazes me that I'm ahead of you because normally my Wi-Fi where I live is... It's fine, but it's not, like, lightning fast. I doubt... I mean, I don't know anything about this shit, but I, I don't... I doubt... That probably doesn't have anything to do with it. I don't know. I don't Maybe know. it's like... Who knows? I don't understand technology. I don't, know. I don't care. I just stoked they're playing King Nothing. That's all I really care about right now. So we're getting a lot of Instagram people messaging us during this. Uh, the whole story says... Metal Militia, third song in? My wife caught me moshing alone in the living room. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe if we do keep doing these, Ethan, maybe that would be a, a different way to keep interacting. Like, what if what if we both, what if we did Instagram live while we did it? We could do or, that. Or, or um, IGTV. Yeah, we, we could do that. I mean, you want to try it right now? Well, I... I I can't, that'll kill my battery. I, I'm talking to you through my phone. Oh so. my god, they're playing disposable heroes. Holy shit! Yes, Sorry. they are. 
They're playing disposable heroes. Yep. You already knew that, but thank you for not spoiling that because I am genuinely <laughs> shocked. I'm doing my best. Genuinely, genuinely, extremely excited. I feel like when we watch these together, it's like I woke up woke up on Christmas morning before you did, <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god, Santa came. Oh my god, dude! I love this song so much. I know this is gonna be okay. Awesome. Let's let's. I want to see this chuggy Hetfield shit. Hold on. And what do they do? They count this in. I always, yeah. They, he just looked back. They counted it. James Hetfield just smiling and laughing, making that riff look so easy. Yeah. Damn, dude, they are nailing this. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you, man, I'm a pretty fucking good guitar player, and this stuff is hard to play. It is hard. Can you play this pretty easily? Is this pretty easy for you? Um, for a, for a bit, it's 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 not hard. But uh, well, no, no, no. Yeah. I can kind of, I can kind of do it for a couple of bars, but I right. can't do six minutes of it. But th that's the thing with, the, with songs like this. Like, it seems like okay, that's not too hard, you know. And then when you go into the next part, it's like even faster picking. You know, it's like yeah, this is pretty easy. But af yeah, after four or five minutes, it's like geez, like my wrist is getting so sore. Graham writes again and says, "Can the cameraman just zoom out and stop with the camera tricks and up close shots?" I agree. One thing from my experience in doing summer festivals and stuff, I don't know if every cameraman on this show is actually a Metallica employee. So right, it, they're, it, they're just local. Right. Some of them might be. I mean, I know when Kings would do uh, European festivals, you know, we had like our three camera guys with us, but then there was other dudes just doing camera work. So they may have not, not had a choice in how it looked. This sounds so good. You're blind, man. God damn it, man. This song is so good, dude. Yep. Just buried on puppets, too. I mean, it got some love, but... Yeah. Like, it's weird that, you know, it, it shocks people that puppets doesn't really come to the forefront for me very much. It just right. doesn't. I can't explain why, but two of my favorite of their speed shit, I mean, I think they're two coolest speed songs are this and Damage Inc. Yeah, I agree. And maybe I'd put like, I'd put Dyer's even there and then like All uh, all Nightmare Long and like and My Apocalypse too, but like in the sheer speed. Right, yeah. I mean, but, I mean, think about not only is Side A of Master Puppets just incredible, Side B, I would argue is just as incredible. I mean, you have this Leper Messiah, Orion, and Damage Inc. The whole record just perfect. I'm not that into Leper, but but yeah, I mean Orion, amazing. Damage Inc, amazing. Yeah. This. What else is there? Is that it? Yeah, just all the back eight, half. Just, just eight songs on that record, four per side. But yeah, great back half. 
I mean, I would take this over battery. My, my friend Kurt Ozan plays guitar for, uh, shit. Huge, huge, huge country guy. Fuck. Who's the big, huge country guy now? Like, the new guy? Uh, Thomas Rhett? Luke, Com- Luke Combs. Luke Combs. Luke Combs. He plays guitar for Luke, and he's a big Metallica fan. He listens to our podcast, but we were, t- we were talking about Battery. And I was like, yeah, man, I never really got into Battery. And he just couldn't believe it. It's like, what? Never got into Battery? I, I didn't. I, I, I can't. Hey, like, who says that? Who does that? <laughs> Yeah, that's his exact reaction. Batteries, Lance. Okay, I just never. It never happened to me. But but I get that that that'd be like you saying I never really got into Creeping Death. I'd be like, what the fuck are you talking? Yeah, what's your problem? You 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 honestly, do you even call yourself a music fan? Not even Metallica (laughs) fan, just a fan of rock and roll or metal music. Dude, he was just like truly perplexed. He was like, man, I just I just don't get it. I just don't understand what you're saying. (laughs) Well, that motherfucker should give up on music in general. No, no, he's saying that about me because I'm the one who doesn't understand battery. He's like, I just don't understand how you don't like battery. Well, I don't either. <laughs> Come on, Dad. No fear. Just when you think the song is over. Oh, yeah, this is where they kind of pull the. They kind of pull one over on you here at the end. Like you, like the song doesn't necessarily need another verse and chorus. Like that song just. Well, let's get, but yeah, but let's get one though. Let's go ahead and just. Oh no! Listen, I will accept one. I'm happy to accept another (laughs) chorus, another verse, another pre-chorus, whatever. This is also uh, we've we've joked about this in the past. This is all this also the song that will not end. Yeah. Right. 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 This kind of pre-chorus thing is like really punky. It is, yeah. Body said it well. You know what I mean? It's very major. Yeah, right. It is, right? Yeah. Now he does things in this song, speaking of like the vocal thing, where he stays high on puppets, but he kind of goes down the like this. Right. To give his voice a break. James looks like he's having a lot of fun now. Oh yeah. I think Rob sounds pretty good on the BGVs, by the way. Yeah, sounds pretty pretty metal. Dan Cantor just texted us and said, I'm having a seizure watching this. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I just got that. The camera work is fucking bootleg. I, I get it. I get it. It's, it. It is like a lot of zoom in and zoom out stuff. But I don't know. I think the cocktail's working, and I'm just like laid back and just watching this and having a good time. I'm telling him he just made the episode. <laughs> oh, the song's done, right? I like those kind of fun, weird tags, though. Oh, yeah, me too. And I'm glad they still do it live. God, what a great, great Metallica song. I'm clapping. I'm clapping at home. Yeah, I'm going to clap too. That was great. And Lars Lars is like, thank you. That was awesome. I am Tony Silver. I will be teaching karate at a dojo near you. I mean, shoot, they're what? uh, Four songs? Was that the fourth song? 
Mm, Fourth or fifth? Fuel, Bells, Metal Militia, Nothing. Fifth song. The fact that Lars is that sweaty already just to me shows like just the passion effort he's putting in and playing his ass off. I love it. So I guess we're getting some sort of Kirk solo moment, which is basically code for PP break. PP break. Be right back. What is what is this weird guitar he's playing? It's like another Jackson, I think, or ESP. It's no, no, that's not a Jackson. No, Jack- I think it's another. It's like the caution guitar. It's like a K- it's like a KH two, but it's got it's got fl- the skull and crossbone kind of thing. God damn, this is a pretty fucking awesome solo. Get it, Kirk. It's like when you solo and. Uh... <laughs> oh, is this where he hits it with his butt and uh, shit? There All right, so he's letting the crowd play right there was that weird phase where he would hit the guitar with his butt he does some like weird butt stuff with his guitar yeah he does <laughs> oh now he's spinning it around all right well okay well good job kirk that was fine that was something it was, it was a thing i think a lot of that uh oh. Oh my god. Oh my god. Don't say any don't say anything. Please be unforgiven too. It's the horn. It's the horn. Hold on. Oh my god. Unforgiven too. Unforgiven too. Whew. Okay. Oh. Alright, let me try to understand let me try to understand this. Are you refreshing in between songs or no? No. Okay. That's fine. Okay. So he's doing it with a Ken Lawrence, no B bender. Dude, I can't okay, this is this is why I know we've only done three of these, or this is the third one, but this is why it's so exciting to not look at the set list. Yeah. Because I had no idea they would play the Unforgiven 2. I'm going to just listen for a minute. This is a big treat. Right, big so, treat. Same here. Oh man, Kirk doing some big open chord strumming. Mm-hmm. This sounds great, right? It really does. Am I wrong? You are not wrong. Why don't they play this? All right, here we go. Verse two. I'm a little cutie pie behind James singing the words. <laughs> Door cracks open. That's the line that's on his guitar, Ethan. Right. Now, this sounds awesome. 
Why is this not in some sort of rotating slot? Bro? I know, for real. I mean, it was a huge hit. It was, they had made a video. Yeah. It was a sequel song? Come on. Stand alone. Could you imagine hearing this with the symphony? I think that would be great. I'm in love with the uh, German chick behind James who sings all the words <laughs> I've forgiven to. What can I say? What can I say, Ethan? Do you see this lady? I don't know what you can say. Hang on, let me find her. Oh, okay. With the tank top on? Yeah. I don't care what she looks like. She's just singing all the words Unforgiven too. So I'm like, well... <laughs> I'm a little distracted by Tony Silver at the moment, so you have to forgive me. I love her. Ah. <laughs> 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 uh. Well, this is my favorite so far. This is my favorite <laughs> no show so joke, far. joke, man. This really is my favorite. It sounds great. They're playing it awesome. I really hope that, uh, you know, all this stuff, you know, with the virus goes away at some point, obviously. But I hope there's a night where me, you, and Paul could sit here and do this. Yeah, me too. Because I was just thinking... When we did that drive to Detroit for the Metallica show, we listened to Unforgiven 2 in the car, and we were all so excited and happy to listen to that song, and I would love to be watching this with Paul right now. Okay, so Kirk didn't revisit the solo. He did that run at the end, though. Yeah, I thought it still sounded good, though. I just have that solo burning in my brain. All right, I want to hear this kind of breakdown clean part real quick. You know, he does a pretty good job approximating the B-Bender. Right. But why... There's my girl again back there singing, <laughs> singing her heart out. Uh, <laughs> I'm telling you, man, I like have weird love feelings for her. It's weird. Um... Why do you think he doesn't just play the B-Bender? I don't know. Um, it might be a little bit of a complication. I don't know. It's a weird instrument to play live. Maybe if you're only used to doing it in the studio. But he did it uh, He did it on the billboard when they played it and really fucked, when Kirk really, really fucked oh, it up Oh, I forgot about that. He, play, he played the B-Bender and played it fine. I don't remember how and here we go just inviting people to write in I don't remember how the buy request tour worked like did they did they know they were going to play it that day like did they have time to prepare like I can't remember how it worked yeah don't, I, I and, don't and by the way don't don't seriously don't write in I'll, I'll figure it out but <laughs> no, I'm don't serious. tell us we'll figure it out one day uh, Jason Beret just wrote in and wrote best part of the Munich show Lars thinning top with the party in the back ponytail <laughs> <laughs> just Tony silvering it up man Tony Silver, man. Mm, this ending sounds weird. And that's the number two. <laughs> wow. Amazing. I'm clapping again. Dude. 
I'm clapping because I, I'm clapping because I think it's great. God, that was awesome. What a treat, man. What a danged old treat. I feel treated. I have been treated upon. That was a nice surprise, huh? Yes, it was, Jamie James. Yeah. Okay, so he just said we're doing stuff from every album. That means Saint Anger? Oh, yeah? Yeah. Let's try. How about Death Magnetic, yeah? Oh, he's got a black truckster. He's this talking about Death Magnetic. My favorite poison. Cyanide. Oh, Cyanide. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, great song. Undeniable great song. Not my favorite. Not my favorite, but still a good song. Oh, uh, Kirk with the white Ouija. That's awesome. Yeah. Sorry, I got a little overly excited when uh, he said Death Magnetic. I didn't mean to spoil it for you. I was hoping that he'd play uh, My Apocalypse. Hey, man, show's not done yet. I think the rest of the set is actually all death man- magnetic. Well, I'd be okay with that, probably. Probably. We like the red hot chili peppers. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if my uh, my new muse, if she's singing the lyrics oh, of Cyanide. There's your girl, man. She's singing it. She's singing all the words of Cyanide. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> oh, my God. This song is awesome. This song is great. All of this chuggy, groovy thing. Waiting for Living dead inside Isn't it crazy that this record is 12 years old? Yeah You know what's cool about it though? It, it, it It's kind of a timeless sounding record It doesn't sound like that time at all No, not at all They made kind of a Isn't that cool? I guess time's just going to continue to show this But That's a pretty classic sounding album Yeah it just sounds like classic, progressive, awesome metal with great, great hooks, mm-hmm. which is basically Metallica in a nutshell. Yeah, I, th- I think the unfortunate thing with Death Magnetic for a lot of people was, you know, the uh, mixing and mastering issues of the record. And that's and that's true. You know what? That and that is of its time. Sure. That that was them just getting involved in that very of its time loudness wars crap. Right. Exactly. Well, and and unfortunately, like you know, the record sonically suffered a bit from it. But like a lot of things with Metallica, people hang on to one thing about one record. It's like, oh, St. Anger, the snare drum, or whatever. I, I get it. It's it's the, the one thing that made that record not as great as it could be. But Death Magnetic Man, even all the audio issues aside, I, I, I mean, listen to this shit. I, I, this is still a great album. Yeah, I totally agree with you. And I, I think one of the reasons the show... Whichever one before where they were doing the World Magnetic Tour. It's one of the reasons people kind of want to buy that show on MP3. It was almost just a better sounding version of those songs. Because the the deal is the songs are just so amazing. Yeah. They just were not lazy 
You know? Like, look at this. Even this section. Yeah. Well, I mean, ima- imagine Death Magnetic with uh, hardwired production. Would have been unstoppable. All right, we got another message here on Instagram. I like that this is becoming a thing. This can get exciting if we keep doing this, if people just keep yeah. interacting with us while we do it. Let's see here. Oh, well, this might have been on my personal one. Well, sorry. <laughs> Man, they sound great on this song, by the way. I, I think that if they're playing Cyanide right now, I, I've, my gut tells me that we're going to get another Death Magnetic song before the end of the set. Yeah, I hope it's My Apocalypse or... Uh, Did they never come? All Night Long. All Night eh, I could do without that, just for... Not in general, but just for tonight's show. We got to see that the other night. Yeah, that's uh, true. I'd like to see All Nightmare Long. I'm so curious when James earlier said, you're going to get something from every record. Like they're gonna play a, a Saint Anger song. Yeah, they'll probably play Saint Anger or, or uh, Frantic. Frantic, yeah. What if they? So do? They've already covered. They've already covered Load and Reload. What if they do Shoot Me Again? <laughs> they've never played that. <laughs> what album were you missing so far? Anything from Justice? Uh, nothing from Justice yet. Nothing from Black Album. Nothing from Hardwired yet. That's true, we haven't had uh, Black Album yet They really, they really kill this song, man. It sounds great. Oh, no. They're so great. They just constantly prove why they're the best, in my opinion. Yeah. This chorus, to me, the the uh, the matching uh, riff with the vocal is so damn yeah. good. Living dead inside. Man. Hmm. Yeah. Great. That was awesome. Good job, guys. It was great. Good job, guys. It was like really good. Great job, fellas. Of course, there's the guy in the crowd with the sunglasses on. I mean, the sun went down, guy in Munich. Come on. Lawrence is talking to the crowd. I kind of want to refresh, but I also don't want to get further ahead of you. It seems like if you refresh, why would it put you further ahead? I don't know. All right, screw it. I'm going to do it. All right. Uh, how many of you... He just said, how many have seen Metallica before, right? Yeah. Okay, I think I'm barely ahead of you now. Okay. That's a lot. Shall I do it again? 
Huh. Why would yeah, you do it again, that? and then I'll do a count in the next song. I don't know. Maybe because you're a liar. All right. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. That went nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we laughed about the same time. Welcome. Well, uh, welcome to the family. Also, if you have seen us before, maybe you haven't heard this song. Sabbath true? Not on any record. Maybe you did. Wait, what? Small one. This is the Lords of Summer. Oh, Lords of oh, Summer. Oh, my nice. God. I'm clapping. I'm clapping right now before they even started playing it. Man, I love this song, okay, dude. So I forgot that it was around this time they re- were debuting this song, even though it yeah. wasn't like an album track. I love this tune. How is this song not on Hardwired? I don't get it. It's actually on the bonus disc, Clint, if you would have uh, bought the bonus version. God, what a great song. I know. I'm so excited. Oh, I didn't know you. I didn't know Kirk played Slide yeah, on this. Yeah, Kirk the Slide. That was cool. I feel like we're a little more synced up now. Yeah, I think we are. Three, four... One, two, three, four, bing. Yeah, I think we're dead on synced up right now. What? Are you serious? You just counted off. Bump, da da Bump, da da I love when they do these F sharp uh, riffs. Yeah. It's like no remorse. Yeah, totally. Kind of like through the. Yeah, it's through also a very, immig- very immigrant song. It is, yeah. <laughs> I was about to do the same thing. I think the reason this song was so exciting when they debuted it live was because it was the first new song we heard since Death Magnetic. And it was so fucking good. It was like, oh my god. What do we have what do you have to expect from the next record? It's strange because the song changed a lot. So they debuted it at some point, and then it it made a lot of changes. Like, you know they put out that single of it, right? Right. But, it was kind of like a, like a demo. But what ended up on the bonus disc of Hardwire is even different than that. Right, yeah. And then, and then they also had a couple of other songs they introduced. One was called Vulturous, and the one was called like The Other New Song, and those weren't very good. Yeah, totally. So is this a strange stew? I also like the homages in the song to their past. Yes, for sure. The horseman ride, yeah. you know. Has begun. Enter Sandman, sad but true. <laughs> <laughs> Like we just like to pay some homage to our uh, past songs. It's just a song with all their old song titles. Eye of the Beholder. (laughs) I love his phrasing on this verse. Yeah, me too. Cool little pockets. Interesting with Lars on the ride in the verse. Well, it's China, so that's extra weird. (laughs) (laughs) 
I still, I, I, I've never understood why he did that. Where he he rides the China, it's 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 just strange. Well, because it's kind of a trashier, thrashier yeah, vibe. Yeah, I mean, I get the, the the that vibe of it, but it's uh, sometimes it just sounds really weird. It's it's such an aggressive symbol, you know. It's like at least yeah. at least put like a like a, a light to medium ride next to it, where it's not like a lot of pushback from the symbol. Something that's kind of crashy, but I don't know. Whatever. But guess what? I'm not in Metallica, and I'm not Lars Ulrich, so. If only we could talk to his tech about it. If only we could. (laughs) We are fully synced up, by the way. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding. You just sang that? It was dead on. Wow, I'm (laughs) extremely excited and grateful. I don't know how it happened. Technologically advanced. Exit light. Is that where you are? <laughs> yeah. He just kicked the stool and nothing else matters. Perfect. Hey. Hi. Hello and hi. Hello, and hi. Hey. Hello, hi. Etc. Etc. <laughs> I did a. Uh, I did an Instagram live with Tom yesterday. Nice. And uh, he was very much himself and just. Offending people left and right, <laughs> just full <laughs> like, of you, full of things. Like he's just he's just uh, he's audibly artistically defiant. bankrupt. Yeah. yeah, artistically bankrupt. Well, like you know the emoji of like the, the face palm emoji. Yeah, people were just posting that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? That's what I love about Tom. Yeah, he's got his own flavor. That's for sure. He's his own. He's got his own flavor. Well, he's like a he's like a true Brit. He doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, he doesn't give a shit, that's for sure. By the way, what a great part right here. It's such a justice throwback, I think. Yeah, it's very justice-y. Um, I'm wearing my tank top. Um, He's wearing a tank top like your girlfriend behind him. <sighs> she's not my girlfriend, man. She's my <laughs> lover. She's my... She's your mistress. She's my new wife. She's my muse. <laughs> I haven't seen her. I haven't seen her in a while. People will headbang. Could you imagine uh, being at one of the first few shows they de- debuted this at, hearing this, and they're like, "Hey, it's a new song." And you're like, "Holy shit, nothing since 08. And they play this, and they lay this in your lap. God, yeah. I'd be blown away. Yeah, yeah, I would. I would be very excited. It's a lot to digest too. I mean, you know, it is. I've, sp- I've spent a lot of time with the uh, the recording, which I love the recording of the song. It's hard to think about hearing it for the first time live. Like, live is so weird because it's so kinetic and loud and in your face, and it's hard to take it all in. Yeah, you know? sure. It just sounds fast and thrashy and tight and cool. James is out here rocking with the crowd. He's just rocking out, man. This girl trying to take a damn selfie. Come on. I just want a good picture with James. I gotta prove I was here so people know that I did exciting things with my life. I could tell you one thing. Look, she's still taking a picture. I could tell you one thing. If I was there on stage, I would feel yeah, my like my phone's it, not. Yeah. I would feel like an asshole for taking my phone out at all. Yeah. Right, you would be. Maybe at one photo at the very end of the show when they're like saying goodbye to the crowd or something, and that's it. But that's it. Nothing else. 
Well, we did, we're people don't know how to just enjoy shit, right? People are so worried about There's proving that they did something cool. Uh, wait, wait, oh, I didn't see her. I missed it. There was the chaotic zoom in, zoom out on James, and she was right. She was, <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> the insanity cam <laughs> will make you puke in your britches. There's a dude wearing like a Raiden hat. Did you see? I totally dude? saw that. Yeah. Dude from Mortal Kombat. A Mortal Kombat dude out there. I didn't know Raiden was a a, a Metallica. Oh, fan. Raiden's a huge fan. Yeah. Well, since he retired from uh, fighting in sort of interdimensional galactic karate tournaments. Gosh, what a great fucking song. Yeah. Man. It's a night of surprises. It, it really is. It's a night of surprises. I think the next song is going to be. Escape. <laughs> oh, yeah. hey, you like that song? We like it, James. We do like James. that song, James. I know you're not. Yeah, we got a black snake Ooh, bite. Black snake bite. Nice. You know there's some other bands. Us being synced makes me feel like it just makes me feel like a million bucks, bro. dude. Listen, all is well in the COVID world right now. Okay, <laughs> we're, do- we're world. doing okay. If we can sync up during a pandemic, things are going okay. <laughs> anything's anything's possible, <laughs> anything's bro. Anything's possible. Dreams really can come true. I'll bet you they play Dream No More next. So oh, I can see Kirk with a Jackson. That's sad. It's sad but true. Yeah. Yeah. So this is interesting. He's doing uh, Sabatru on the black snake bite. Yeah. You know, it's been a minute since I've seen a black snake bite. Yeah. Like, he does not play black snake bites very much. So this is cool. This is a little treat. Kirk's playing the the Jackson V with a gold pickguard, which normally he plays just the straight black one, right? Um, I've seen that one before, but yeah. Yeah. So this will be the first uh, first Black Album track. Yeah, they're playing it a bit fast, too. You notice that it's kind of fast? A little bit, yeah. Rob's looking very, like, um, I don't know. He's looking very dignified with his sort of charcoal beard. I think he looks pretty badass with that salt and pepper on his face. That's what I meant. Salt and pepper, charcoal. Come on. What am I <laughs> thinking, man? Half-burnt charcoal. <laughs> I'm Tony Silver. I'm going to train you in karate. <laughs> hey, I'm Tony. I'm going to teach you now. <laughs> hey, I'm Tony Daniel Silver. <laughs> Daniel Silver. <laughs> hey, Miyagi. <laughs> wax on, wax, wax off. off. <laughs> Paint the fence. Oh my god, dude! What was it? Paint the fence. Paint what the else fence, was it? Paint the house. Uh, wax on, wax off. Uh, sand the floor. I'm Tony Silver. Sand the floor. <laughs> floor. That's right. Yeah, right there. Bonsai. <laughs> Daniel son, you like bonsai tree? <laughs> oh, Daniel son, you much humor. <laughs> you beginner luck. Ah, wrong guy. You much uh, earth 
Earth does become thine bride. <laughs> You're the one who shamed. I'm the Tiger King. <laughs> Still haven't watched Tiger King, by the way. Oh, come on, man. I'll get to it eventually. Wait for the hype to die down, man. That's my, that's yeah, my move. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you on that. I do the same thing. Because it's definitely been beyond overhyped. For sure. For sure. Second I open any social media account, it's like, Tiger King, Tiger King, oh my gosh. <laughs> Carol. Carol did it. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, jeez. Carol did it. You haven't even seen it and you know that. It's, Holy shit, that's I mean, funny, Because it's fucking everywhere. That's really funny, dude. Carol Baskin did it. She killed her husband. Shing, ding, ding, ding. Here we go. You ready for the pause? It's like when you pause. It's like when you pause, Miyagi. <laughs> it's like when you sand the floor. You're really training for karate. Daniel's son like bonsai tree. <laughs> All right, Kirk. Way to go. Way to go, Kirk Hammett. Way to go. You did it. I'm your dream. Again, props to Fiddleman and his crew, whoever's involved in this. This show sounds so good. Sounds great. I mean, look, I'm going to I'm going to make the show louder on this episode than I normally do. Okay. I'm just down. trying to please. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm trying to please everybody. That's my problem. You're a crowd pleaser. That's my illness. <laughs> when you wanna. Oh, I see my girl back there. First time. There First she time is. There she is. She seems a little bored by Sad but True. I don't think things are going to work out with us. She's like, Ugh, that was her sellout album. Ugh. She. <laughs> I don't know, man. She she loved Unforgiven too. Maybe she's so into Load and Reload that Black Album's like too heavy for her. Maybe she's maybe she's just into deep cuts and that's it. Like when they when they when they play Sweet Amber soon, she's gonna go crazy. <laughs> Dude, it'd be amazing if they play Sweet Amber. I would actually really love that because they were playing Sweet Amber a little bit, right? Shaka diki diki ga. Oh, I love the leaning back spit into the air so that all your spit falls back on your own face vibe. <laughs> Did you see that? Yeah. So do back there with a testament shirt. Nice. 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 Are we going to detune the string here? Yep. <sighs> we got to find the origin of that move. Obviously, it's uh, predates 2015. Now, what if they go into Enter Sandman here? Abbreviated uh, festival gig. Oh, bass solo. I but think. then Rob kind of Rob kind of does his detune thing too, right? What does his guitar say? Hood rat. It says hood rat. I think. We get it, Rob. You know how to play bass. Oh, you're really good at it. Wow. 
We get it, dude. You don't use a fucking pick. We get it. What a jerk. <laughs> what a... What a freaking jerk, man. He talented, though. I gotta say, man, in, in my headphones, that bass sounds fucking great. He's so good, man. He really is. For a dude that's such a badass on bass, he doesn't use his pinky a lot. <laughs> I'm just noticing that. Like, he's, like, stretching index finger to ring finger when it'd be a lot easier just to throw that pinky down. Maybe you can give him a bass lesson I, soon. I, I might. If, um, the, if, the, if the podcast gets big enough and you finally meet him, you can give him a fucking bass lesson. I'm going to shoot him a text later tonight. I used to play for Isaiah. I used to play for suicidal tendencies. I'm a hood rat. Maybe this is the hood rat song. I'm a Infectious hood grooves. I'm a hood rat. I'm a hood rat. I'm a motherfucking hood rat. Good night, Dark Continent. We are hood rat. <laughs> I mean, that was pretty rad. Pretty good. Oh, shit. You got some intro tape happening. Whoa, Freight Ends? Is that Freight Ends of Sanity? very rare they play this, but... No, 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 no. Are they going to play Freight Ends of Sanity? Is it a transition is my question. There's no way they're going to play Freight Ends, right? Are they going to play Freight Ends of Sanity? I mean... Oh my god. Would you hype up the crowd this much? Uh-oh. Holy shit. Wow. Wow. I vaguely remember when this happened and everyone was freaking out like, holy shit, they played Fred Ends. Oh, he's got the black snake bite again. That's like a satin one, though. I'm cool with it. I, th- I-, I just thought the black snake bites were uh, glossy. Dude, I can't believe they're playing this. I know, crazy. They've teased it for so long at the end of the set. The struggle within, dude. Enter Sandman! Get it, Rob. Yeah. Yeah, you're doing pretty good, that right? That sounds pretty rad, yeah. Yeah, this show takes the cake, man. It really does. I'm with you. Man. So this will be the first Justice song on the set. Yep. So we've gotten every record but St. Anger so far. What a cool verse riff, too, by the way. The kind of chromatic thing. This is kind of a scary song. Mm -hmm. You know, like, this feels very dark and evil and scary. 
Well, not this part. <laughs> <laughs> but again, you know what? This chorus has that kind of punk rock thing, right? Well, I mean, shoot, when I, when I uh, did my cover of it... Uh, Which is excellent, by the way. Thank you. I didn't, I didn't really change the melody. I just... I sang the melody to myself and figured out what chords went with it, and that's how good that melody is. It's like, it, it could be over the riffs that they're playing, or it could be over four chords. That was my hypothesis that I came up with. <laughs> I love this bridge, by the way. Man, so tight. It really is. <laughs> that was that, cool. That was a little not tight, but it's okay. It was loose, but it was cool, right? Yeah. This is another fucking hard riff to play, by the way. Yeah, I mean, their whole set's a workout. It's those little triplets in there. Kind of sounds like a slower version of the one solo. I'm telling you, man, sometimes in solos like these, I get more of a kick out of listening to James. I was just thinking the same thing, how cool that rhythm is. Right. I always love this riff. It's very kill them all. So Jen, see kind of destroy. <laughs> Metal militia. I just can't believe how tight they do this. I know, man. Even with Kirk smiling, man. <laughs> He's like, I got this. Wow. I wish they would play this song more, man. It's so weird they tease it now. Great song. Great deep cut. They weren't kidding, man. This is a deep cut set for sure. It totally is. I mean, like, fuel? Bells? Fuel? Bells? Are you kidding me? But, I mean, they haven't played... Oh, so sad. That's the only Black Album tune they've played. Yeah. That's the biggest song they've played in this set so far. Uh, Bells. Dude, Sabatrue. I mean, like... Bells is probably bigger than Sabatrue, right? Maybe not? I mean, I would say commercially, Sabatrue is bigger. Uh, as far as, yeah. like, the legacy of the band, then maybe Bells is bigger, but... Yeah. And Fuel, you know, Fuel's pretty big for its time. Yeah. Gosh, what a great song, man. 
if you want to hear justice with bass, just watch the show. Pretty easy. Yeah, right. Well, I think like, you know, the whole thing is like this nugs.net thing. You can either pay the subscription fee and get access to everything they put out live. Right. And then I think you can also go to livemetallica.com and purchase these shows. Yeah, for sure. And, or, you could go to Melody Podcasts and listen to us talk about it for free over and over. Exactly. It's that simple, folks. It's that simple. Man. That was, wow. a, that was such a good treat, man. Uh-oh. Oh, playing the intro. The old Wizard of Oz outro intro. I'll get you, my pretty. <laughs> and your little dog, Lucius, too. <laughs> I will get you, Valentino. <laughs> ding, ding. What a what a weird thing to do on a record. Hey, let's let's play the part from the Wizard of Oz in our metal song. Right. But what came to be is like a very singable part, a very iconic part in a Metallica deep cut. Yes, I agree. Do you know what I'm saying, Clint? Do you hear me? Yes. Okay, good. What's next? What's next? What's next? What are we, hour 27 in? Yeah, something like that. Oh. All right, we're getting the one. Oh, speaking of deep cuts. The one shenanigans. Well, we're an hour 27 in from when we first started recording, but we're about an hour and 15 in to the show starting. I think I'm going to take this opportunity to make a PP, okay, refill my stiffy, okay, and maybe and maybe grab a snack because I haven't eaten dinner. Do it. I'm going to uh, sit here and just enjoy one. <laughs> How's that sound? You don't have to do anything. Well, I was thinking maybe we could coordinate our uh, errands, but if you don't have to do anything, you're just going to no. talk to the people. Oh, do your All thing. Right. I'll just I'll just hang here. Okay. All right. We'll sit here and sip on my beverage. Got the crowd singing the intro, which is always great. Come on, Kurt, get it right, please. Okay, so far so good. Still don't love his tone, by the way. It's such a weird clean tone. I think that's what my issue is. It's just too clean, too compressed. There's a little chorus happening or something. Either way, that sounded great. So we got two Justice songs in a row, which is pretty awesome. Enjoy that bass, everybody. Let's read some of the uh, the comments in the chat section. One, Jack Boy, undo whatever that means donate one 
Donate. Justice for. Base. Cigarette emoji. I'm trying to follow along with these. It's really tough. Let me scroll down a little bit just for fun while Clint's peeing. <clears throat> All right, what do we got here? Viva Jax Teller. Okay, nice Sons of Anarchy reference. Number one. One. Donate. Justerio. Metal lives. Lots of emojis. Uno. That means one in Spanish, by the way. In case you didn't know. Someone said one love. Nice. Bob Marley reference. Cannot see. All right, I'm done with the chat. Can't take it anymore. It's too much. This show has just been absolutely killer so far. Even though this is not a deep cut, nor is Creeping Death or Sabbath True, man, this has been such a fun show so far. This is why I don't want them to do any more hardwired shows. Great tour, great record, had a blast seeing four shows. However, we kind of know the drill on that tour. I want to see stuff pre-hardwired. One of my favorite Hetfield live moments right there, by the way. Sticks in my... So good. I'm going to shut up for a second. talk again <laughs> I think the fun thing about festivals like this is that you know obviously starts in the daytime and the performance is so good and the production is so good that I just kind of forgot that it got dark and now it just looks even better I've been listening to you for like I knew it three minutes I literally was just about to say something like I'll bet you Clint's listening I'm not kidding did you hear me like shit talking your your wife uh, uh, behind uh, Lars, the girl in the tank top? Oh no, no, I was just kidding. Oh, oh you missed that back. part? Okay. Whew. Just kidding. I wasn't shit talking her. I think she might have taken off. She split. Well, once they put Sabbath True, she was like, "These fucking sellouts." Jeez. She just time for the machine gun. One, two, three, four. I think we're barely off. But like I'm talking about like a half beat. I'm gonna refresh. <laughs> okay, so we have uh, Harvester of Sorrow. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Absolute horror. Was that a real absolute horror? Yes. Is that where it was? That was. You're 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 a good bit ahead of me now then. Really? Here we go. One, two, three, four, landmine. Really? Take How the sight. hell did I get that far ahead? Jeez, I should never have done that. Okay, I think I'm a lot closer now. I just refresh one more time. I'm going to stop. I'm just going to stop that. Wow. 
Well, hopefully there's a bit of a redemption this week on the horrible botching of the one solo. Well, not the solo, but the uh, guitar mini part from last week. Remember that? Right, yeah. Yeah, that was a little weird. Well, Kirk started playing the guitar mini kind of... Way too early. They do these little pauses in between where they they kind of just hang on the rhythm. Yeah, totally. Well, that's a little sloppy, Joe. A little bit. Yeah, well, you know what? I can't play that solo like that well. <laughs> Me neither. I can do the intro to it. That's about it. I can go boom bee boobing. <laughs> <laughs> I can go do 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 do. See, it's the triplets in the solo that are hard to do. Yeah. All right, all right. Yeah, pretty good. I mean, still kind of loose, still kind of punk rock, but good. No doubt. Oh, yeah, for sure. Huh? Hey. Cool. Solid, man. Very solid. Yeah. I love it. Let's check in with the chat section again, shall we? Best pop band ever. Uh, take over. Hi. That ruled. Uh, <laughs> Trump 2020. <laughs> Not the place for political, buddy. Megadeth. So nice. Uh, what else we got here? Metallica es la luz. Unleaded. <laughs> oh. Okay. Uh, puppets, yeah. We're getting some interaction here on Twitter also. Okay. Me, uh, Do tell. Paul. Not our Paul. Paul. <laughs> Paul. Wait, Paul. He says, anyone else think the set list for Metallica Monday is killer? I think it's the best. Yes. He says, I think it's the best one yet. Shitload of deep cuts. And uh, our buddy Brandon at Metallicast wrote amazing set list tonight. Metallistar writes, fucking amazing. Yeah, this is a great set list. Come on. <laughs> Roger Fletcher just wrote, Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> Come to Brazil. Someone in the comments I just wrote Deep State Group Deep State Group? <laughs> yeah Jesus I wonder if I could scroll up in this thing Oh I can I can read them slower Look at that technology Obey your master Someone just wrote Riff Alright I'm done <laughs> Now I'm watching Cube. This is about watching the movie Cube. It is, yeah. <laughs> have you ever seen Cube? I have not. Oh my god, really? Do you know the premise of Cube? Cube, like Q-U-B-E? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sci-fi movie. No. 
I've seen Gleaming the Cube, <laughs> which is one of my favorite skate movies ever. A dude wakes up and he's in a cube, and there are doors on the floor, the ceiling, and all four walls. Okay. And you have to move your way through, and every cube leads to another cube. And he's in a big, huge grid. It's sort of a dystopian, futuristic all right. sci-fi thriller. And so he's trying to figure out why he's put there, how to get out of it. And many of the cube rooms have, they'll kill you. They're like booby traps and shit. Okay. And as he moves through the cube, he finds other people in the cube. And they don't know why they're there either. So it's the story of people moving through a massive government dystopian Damn. cube grid. Okay. Trying to escape, trying to survive, and trying to figure out what the fuck's going on. How good does that sound? That's crazy. Okay, it sounds like a lot of cubes. It does sound very well, it's interesting, one, It's though. one big cube with many small cubes in it. Okay. I'm interested, for sure. We got an email earlier that was like, this is from uh, Levi Timson, who says, Hey guys, listener from the beginning, and I love, love, love your show, which, thank you, Levi. It's so cool. Thanks, man. He says, he says, my two cents is that your commentary on the weekly Metallica live stream has been interesting so far, but I expect it'll get kind of boring as they play most of the same songs on the different shows. It's your show, and I trust you, and I'm on the ride anyway because it's part of my week now, whatever you covered, so thank you. Which is so cool. Thanks, Levi. Well, guess what? This set list is not, is, this set list is not the same. Well, no, what I'm saying, like, here's the deal. They're playing puppets now, which, you know, the, the, we don't care about puppets that much now. But it's a great opportunity for me to talk to you about Cube. And I love that. That's why I think these interest, uh, episodes are that interesting, is because we can talk about anything. I love a good recommendation, okay? <laughs> that's a tough breathe, that's, bro. That's a, that's a very half-assed <laughs> breathe, for sure. No, no, no. It wasn't half-assed at all. That was like that one took like more effort. I just, it's hard to land. It's almost as long as the actual word. <laughs> exactly. It's like saying a brief abbreviation. Would you say recommendish? A recommendish. A recommendish. That's like saying, oh, I'm gonna abbreviate this. You might know this part of the uh, song from our Instagram account. We killed this on the uh, guitarmony. Yeah, we did. I will say, when we did uh, My Friend of Misery today, you did the uh, higher harmony, I did the lower one, which I've never actually figured out before until today. There yeah. are some really harsh stretches on the lower harmony. <laughs> yeah, totally. I, you did that one, I'm like, oh, I got I got the lower one, no problem. And I was trying to figure it out, I'm like, wait a second, I actually had to consult a tab site for a second because I couldn't figure out one little thing. And I was like, oh my god, that is, that's a, that's a wrist stretcher right there. But uh, it was fun, I really enjoyed it. Man, hold on a second. Okay. Look at look at the fretboard of this Ken Lawrence. Well, we're we're on Kirk's hot kasha now, but okay. This is a this is a weird Ken Lawrence, man. You think it's not that. Um, it's a diff- it's different? not that like. It's not that like fiery. What do they call that? It's not the like flame the native tops? sun. No, I'm talking about the the inlay of the fretboard. It looks like a normal okay. Ken Lawrence, the body, and then the the headstock's normal. That kind of flared out Ken Lawrence thing. But there's something going on with this inlay. This inlay is like similar to the Carl. It seems to be like telling a story or something, but obviously this is way before Carl. Yeah. Hold on, you'll have to just see it. All right, let's see. All I see or hear is laughter. Hmm. Laughing at my pride? 
Is it laughing at my pride or laughing at my cries? <laughs> it's lathering in my cries. <laughs> Lazering. Lacerate in my cry. Jesus Christ, man. If they, if they could just hold the camera still for one second. <laughs> I just, just want to one... see the fucking fretboard. <laughs> God damn. Excuse me, uh, Tomas, can you please hold the camera straight? I love this little groove section, man. Oh, it's great. And then this is coming up with the, the Bowie riff. This is my favorite riff in Puppets. Oh, yeah. They all go around the kit. So much Those faster. triplets, man. Yeah. So there's a sequel to Cube called Hypercube. Okay. <laughs> Are you being serious? <laughs> oh, for sure. Oh my gosh. Oh, no, no, no. It gets better. So there's a sequel called Hypercube, which I do recommend, although it suffers a little more okay. than the first film. Now, there's a third film, which is a prequel called Cube Zero. Okay. Which is my favorite, which sort of explains the cube. All right. Because the first film, Cube, um, it's a wild ride, dude. But at the end of it, you don't really understand what the cube is or where it comes from. They don't ever tell you that. So Cube Zero is really fun because you sort of get to understand what the cube is. So would it be best for me just to watch the third movie and be explained no, to no, what no, cube no, no. is? No, 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 no. <laughs> Absolutely watch it in order. Cube and then Cube 2 Hypercube. <laughs> <laughs> Hypercube. That's what they came up well, with. Well, it's pretty good. And then check out Cube Zero. Please tell me there's a Rubik's Cube involved in this. <laughs> there's no Rubik's really? Cube. Really? Okay. No, no, no. That's no, no. shocking. Are you for real? Are you gonna check check it out? Check out Cube. Your enthusiasm has got me so intrigued. So, well, I'm a big I'm a big Cube enthusiast. Like, I'm down with Rubik's cubes, and I'm down with the cube that you're selling right now. So, right. I feel like I did a pretty good job describing it in a way that's not spoilery. And I mean, what really helped was that it's also titillating. The soundtrack to your explanation and, and selling of Cube was Master <laughs> was of Puppets. puppets. So. <laughs> Where's, what's Lars doing? Where the fuck is Lars going? Bye bye, Lars. He's taking off, man. He's out of there. I wonder if this is. Oh, he's going to. He's, I wonder if this is. Uh, he's going to find your wife. <laughs> um, were you um um singing every word unforgiven to um? So what do you think we have left here? The show's not much longer, so. Where are we at? We're at two. We're at an hour forty-five. Well, we're at an hour and a half of the show. Uh, okay, all right. Uh, so I would say obviously I'm gonna guess seek Sandman still maybe seek. Nothing else matters. Oh, 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 shit! Whoa, 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 whoa! Five fire. Yep. Oh my god. Jeez. This is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> this is a maze. If I, this is a maze balls. A maze balls, man, for sure. Where do you go from five fire with fire? Jeez. It's kind of a barn burner ending, too, man. Yeah, it kind of is. They still haven't played Rome. They haven't played Sandman. They haven't played Nothing Else Matters. Yeah, they've only played one song off of the biggest album. Gosh, Dude. I love this. Dude, the, you know what? When I was talking earlier about the big speed wins, like Disposable Heroes and Damage, this is one, too. Yeah. Listen to this. I can't I can't play it. Oh, has he got the Electra out? Yep, look at that. This is definitely faster than the record. Yes. 
God damn it. This song, dude. This is why Lightning's my favorite, man. I just feel... Uh, all right, we're going to go back to this battery thing for a second. I just feel like this song smokes battery. Yeah, it's pretty damn good. It's so scary. It's like a, it's like a Sepultura song or something. Yeah, it, very good comparison it's for like sure. It's like Chaos AD. Which, Jesus Christ, I know that Chaos AD was like eight years after this. I'm not saying that... Uh, <laughs> they learned this from Sepultura. They learned this from Sepultura in the future. They got into DeLorean, went in the future, listened to Arise and KSAD. <laughs> but then it has this kind of ch- more chill, groovy chorus. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. This this chorus does sound a little die. a little weird uh, as fast as they're playing it, but still. It- can you believe? Can you believe that Robert plays this? With his fucking fingers on a Jack Opastorius jazz bass. I love it. Fire, fire with fire. I mean, to me, this is like thrash. This is quintessential thrash to me. Oh, yeah, for sure. This is kind of the definition of thrash. This is definitely a song uh, for James's range where he'll have no problem singing this forever because it's in such a low range for him. Right. If anything, he's kind of improving some stuff and going higher yes we're alive <laughs> wow this is normally the battery thing yeah I was, I was just gonna say that bro again listen to James's rhythm I kind of hone in on that Oh boy! Lars just gave a stick to to Rob. That was that was crazy. Because all he's doing is his kick snare. This is our next guitar mini. Man, this is a tough one. I don't think I can play it. I always think I can't play shit, and then when I sit down to actually learn it, I'm like, ah, oh, I can't. Yeah, yeah. I'm a little harder on myself than is accurate god what a fucking brutal ass song man I'm telling you man I'm telling you dude this this song is n- this band is no joke which is crazy because until tonight I thought they were a joke <laughs> I know well they only took three years of doing the podcast I've been doing this for three and a half years and I'm like god when are we gonna get over this dumb joke of a podcast band <laughs> but then I see them play fire with fire with fire and I'm like holy shit this is no joke right 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 I can definitely tell that you've been imbibing in a good way. That I'm what, vibing? Imbibing. Oh, yeah. I'm still just looking for your your, uh, your girl in the background. <laughs> yeah, she, they kinda, she's gone now. Maybe she went to get a, uh, a, a refill, a pee-pee break. Uh, but she just missed an incredible song, so where are you at? Well, she was like, she was like look, a night of deep cuts, and they played Unforgiven Two. After like five songs later, and they didn't play Fixer, she was like, "I'm fucking out of here." <laughs> but she's from she's German too. She's like, "I'm fucking out of here." Does it not play Fixer? That is bullshit, and I'm out of here right now. It's not. I must now say, uh, "Auf Wiedersehen." That is not cool at all. Shoot, I have no idea what could be next. 
That was a, such a surprise. He just threw a pick. You. Getting a hi hat count. Another curve oh, part. That went away. All right. Oh, he's playing a Les Paul. Ooh, I haven't seen that. It's a cool one. It's like a it's like a dark flame top. Yeah. Oh, and then wait, wait, what was that thing? <laughs> wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Couple. Did he just hold, play that guitar for that little thing? I think he. I think he. He wasn't playing that Les Paul during fight, was he? I think he was honestly supposed to change guitars before that. It sounds like he's about to play Ain't Talking About Love by Van Halen. Uh, this cage too with the kind of smoky flame thing. I, I, I don't like it. It doesn't have enough personality for me. Yeah, it's all right. It's got his like a little cursive-y, uh signature there on the 12th fret. Get the old uh, packing tape on his fingers. <laughs> I'm guessing. Uh, I'm guessing nothing else matters. Well, he's right now. He's playing an A minor, so maybe the other Unforgiven. Hmm. I don't know. It pleases me to speculate. Uh, uh, that was look. That was fine. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Is he changing guitars again? What? What was? I'm telling you, he put on that Les Paul for just a second. That was odd. What if he comes back with that Les Paul? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he's going to. He put it on. Oh. Oh, a sanitarium. He's going to come back with Les Paul for sure. Yeah, right? Oh my God, that'd be so funny. Uh, looks like James is playing Ken Lawrence. Yeah. He's in the shadows. I can't see it. Backlit. Sidelit. He's backlit a little bit. This strap is very big on my shoulder. Yeah, he does have a Les Paul. He got dude. it back, did he? Same one. Yeah, uh, he's also backlit. I can't tell yet. Can't tell yet. He's definitely playing Les Paul, though. It's the yeah, one. It's one. the one. <laughs> so he switched. So to what it. happened there? So let's try to understand this from a, you know, from a uh, performing standpoint. I wonder if he forgot maybe what song was next and thought, or maybe he forgot he had to do a doodle. But then that, because the thing is, he had that guitar on. He did not play that guitar for fight. So he put that guitar on, like, as if preparing for sanitarium. Right. But then they're like, oh, shit, you got to do it. You got to do like a, uh, a thing. solo. Yeah. But why not just do that on that guitar? I don't know. That was weird. Right? Wouldn't you, if you had made that boo-boo, wouldn't you have just done your little doodly noodle solo on the guitar? Yeah, Even if it was sure. the wrong guitar? Yeah, totally. Man, that's funny, dude. This shit's <laughs> funny. <laughs> Hey man, they're playing Sanitarium. I'm happy. Yeah, I I'm not a big Sanitarium oh, guy. Oh, I love this song so much. I'm not a bit. I'm telling you, man, I'm not a big puppets guy. I know that's really weird. It's in the Library of Congress, Clint. I love the song puppets. I love things should not be. I love Damage Inc. I love Disposable Heroes. I love Orion. Maybe I'm a puppets guy. I just think this is the most inferior 
fourth slot ballad. Yeah. Maybe so. Uh, I'd take Fade to Fade to Fade to Black over this. I'd take uh, Unforgiven over this. I'd take One over this. I don't know, man. I've always I always had a special place in my heart for this song for sure. And there's not a lot of room in my heart left. Dude, look, dude, 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 dude. Look at this Ken Lawrence. I saw it. Here, we got the Ken Lawrence again. This is different, right? There's think, something I, weird going I, on with the fretboard. I think you're right. Let's get Chad on the phone right now. <laughs> Chad. I need to text Chad. Chad, we were watching... All right, I'm actually looking this up. We were, we were watching Munich 2015, and we want to know what's up with this Ken Lawrence. Come on, Chad. I know you're watching along. Violent plans. Damn it! Listen, damn it, Dad! We'll win! I love when James is that high sanitarium. He used to say, leave me the F alone. Remember that? I thought it was, leave me the heck alone. <laughs> leave me the crap alone. Leave me the Gosh. heck alone. Shoot. All right, so there's the 96 Ken Lawrence Explorer. Mahogany neck and body, custom-shaped headstock, blah, blah, blah. Aztec-inspired inlays. The second was in 2003 and features the Flame Sun inlay. So maybe this is his one from 96. Okay. Reach for me to cube, hyper cube. <laughs> Reach for me to Rubik's cube. I'm telling you, dude, you gotta watch it so we can talk. I've never about even it, heard right? of Cube. I'll, I'll check it out. It, I'm, I'll, I'll see if it's streaming on one of the services. If not, I'll figure it out. Hey, hey, this would be a good guitar harmony part for us to do right here. By the way, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When when Hatfield comes in, someone uh, requested that. You know what's my favorite thing about it? Is that it sounds easy to play. <laughs> it actually is. I can actually do it. Yeah, yeah, let's do that tomorrow. All right. I'll see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow on Guitarmony. His rack toms sound real weird, like like the mic fell on the head or something. It's real clicky. Mm. It's weird. Just a random observation. That's all. It's just no, no, no. It's good. It's good sauce. Just an observation. It's good sauce.
are they going to hit the last note? Oh, they did. I'm spoiler. They did. I'm still kind of at a loss where they're going to play next. I don't know if they're going to do a nothing else matters into Sammy. Well, that's what's so fun. Oh, look at that chick. She loves that's it. That's what's so fun. <laughs> She's like, yeah, fade to black. Yeah, I love. I love that it never comes. That's what's so fun about setlists like this is if you just don't know, you know. Yeah. All right, they're going to play another one before they do the encore. All right, seek. There we go. <sighs> Time for us to talk about more <laughs> sci-fi <laughs> movies. I'm not loving that kind of smoky Les Paul. Well, I'm not a huge fan of flame top finishes at all. Me neither. They're pretty. They really are pretty, they're, but they're I'm, pretty. I'm also, I'm not into that either. No, I, I would never own one. I don't own one. I don't either. All right. <laughs> all right, sir. All right. Hello. Hi. Shitty, 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 shitty. Shabu dooboo. Meow, 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 meow. In Munich tonight. Shut it. Uh, there's another email to read. Let's do that right now. Okay. Um, Sean Gorman, who we met at the party, by the way. Yeah. You remember him? Yep. Yeah, he works in the wrestling industry. Yeah. And he looks like uh, Tom Savini. <laughs> he does. The, the <laughs> famous uh, horror makeup artist. Yeah. He was also Sex Machine in From Dust Till Dawn. Yeah. Yeah, Sean's a good dude. He said, oh man, he. I loved meeting him. He was such a cool guy. Oh, yeah. uh, I think he lives in Boston. He says, hey guys, remember in January at the anniversary party when we socially converged in Nashville and shook hands and stuff? That was fun. Simpler times, I guess. <laughs> Anyway, I had a nagging question about Metallica for the past 30 years, and I figured that since everyone's at home right now staring at the walls, someone out there in Metal Up Your Podcast land might be able to help answer, because surprisingly, the Google has provided little help. Are you titillated by this question? Yes. He says, as we all know, Lars, um, quote-unquote, borrowed the name Metallica from his friend Rob Quintana after Rob gave Lars a list of names he was thinking about for using his heavy metal fanzine. Here's the thing, though. There was a low-budget Italian science fiction movie called Star Odyssey that came out in 1979 and was later released in the States as Metallica. Same spelling and everything. What? He says, I actually saw a copy of this movie at my local video store when I was a kid. I remember picking up the VHS and saying to myself, Metallica was in a science fiction movie? Radical. That's how we talked in the 80s, he says. Then I looked at the back cover and saw that the movie had absolutely nothing to do with the band Metallica. The back cover just had a vague plot description and some blurry photos of weird middle-aged men in white jumpsuits brandishing knockoff lightsabers. Hey, leave me and Ethan out of it. Wow, yeah, for real, man. (laughs) He says, honestly, I thought I imagined the whole thing in my video store until years later I looked it up on Google and saw that, yes, Metallica really had been a science fiction movie and it was really called Metallica. So... Have you guys ever heard of this movie? I haven't. I have not. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry, your questions are not answered with us. 
He says, do any of your listeners have any further insights into the film? So we'll put that out to the uh, Metal Group Podcast family. Yeah. He says, I'd just really like to know if the band was ever aware of the movie or if there was any legal disputes over it because I honestly don't know what Metallica came first. To the best of my knowledge, no member of the band has ever been asked about the film nor ever made any mention of it. But yeah, it's totally a real thing. My inquiring mind would really like to know and the Metal Beer Podcast family seemed like the perfect place to finally solve the mystery. And it is, of course. It is. Someone, someone will solve it. He says, thanks in advance, and after all the tornadoes and viruses that you guys have endured down there, I hope you guys were able to weather the plague of locusts or whatever crazy shit might be coming your way next. <laughs> Hugs and middle fingers, Sean Gorman, Boston, Massachusetts. Uh, thanks, Sean. And then he, Thanks, Sean. And then he put a picture of the film, which is nuts. It's like total sci-fi, weird, dystopian shit. Yeah. And it totally says Metallica. I want to watch this movie now. Dude, we should watch it for the show. This would be a good one. Maybe maybe when we, we can actually be in the same room again, we can have a, a, a night where we sit down and watch it together. I've never even heard of this. Well, it's called Metallica. That's pretty cool, though. Well, so if anyone if anyone has any insight on uh, on this issue, please write in. Oh, we got the helicopter. Helicopter Here base. He helicopter base. He's still doing kind of a slower... Does he always do it that slow? I don't know. I think the last few weeks has been slow. Most of the time we're, we're on some heavy drugs So it looks fast <laughs> Right The speed hasn't kicked in yet That's right I wonder I just have this thought Ethan Okay tell me I wonder if the lady that I've sort of Spiritually fallen in love okay. with I wonder if she listens to the podcast She might Who knows We might get an email tomorrow afternoon Like uh, many greetings. This is Sonia. Oh my God! It's, it's Sonia. <laughs> Sonia from Germany. All uh, guten tag and uh, etc. <laughs> I, uh, I noticed that you were uh, speaking of me uh, standing behind Lars and James with my black tank top on, and uh, I think I'm very flattered by uh, your. I knew the lyrics to the Alpha Given too. I think maybe we could share a stein of beer one day and and uh, have a good conversation. We could share a stein in Hausen. Stein in Hausen of beers in Hausen. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, do you know that like last summer when I toured in uh, Germany, the tour bus we had was Baroness's tour bus? Oh, really? Did I tell you that? No, but hey, Baroness, that's cool. The bus belongs to the Baroness. Baroness Hausen. Baroness Hausensteinen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So my guess is this is the last song of the main set. I kind of hope it is. Yeah. I want more. I want more deep cuts. To be honest, I'm tired. Well, I mean, how many? How many like massive songs? I, I would even consider Sanitarium a bit, of, a, somewhat of a deep cut. Sanitarium's not a deep cut. It's not a deep cut, but it's also not played as much as I would say Fade to Black or One or right. you know, whatever. But the better songs. Oh yeah, my, the better. Oh ones. my gosh. <laughs> I mean, the big songs we have left are obviously Sandman, Nothing Else Matters, but other really big songs they haven't played would be Four Horsemen, Hit the Lights, uh, Creeping Death. Until It Sleeps. <laughs> Ronnie. <laughs> Ronnie, the god that failed. But also Rome and, uh, you know, Memory Remains. Right. They haven't They haven't played Blackened. They haven't played... Battery. Har- Harvester of Sorrow. They haven't played Battery. I mean, there's a lot of shit still on the table. They haven't played... Uh, Atlas Rise. Oh, you know what? You know what? You know what? They haven't played a San Diego song yet. Oh, and they said they were going to do one from every record. Rob's like, I have a beard. I'm so I'm laughing because I'm 
we got to get you an SM7, bro. I know. Well, it, I have an SM7, but it's missing the... F- Sorry, I have an SM57. I don't know where I was going with that. Never mind. <laughs> I was trying to make it funny, but I, it wasn't funny. It wasn't going that way, so I just well, I decided to abort, abort that mission. So this is the encore, right? I bet they're going to come back with San Anger. Or a song from San Anger. Really? You think that? I would not have guessed that. That's my guess. I've been surprised all night with this show, and I think that would surprise me if they did that. So that's what I'm going. I'm just with. wondering if you. I'm just wondering if you secretly take a little peeky poo at the set list. I, that's all I I'm didn't. Saying. I I give you my word. I did not look at the set list. <laughs> I give you my solemn vow. I doth swear to you, Clinton, that I did not look at thine set list. <laughs> I do think you're right, though, because if they come out and do three songs. Of course, the Sandman, nothing else matters, which is my opportunity to talk more about Cube Zero. <laughs> it makes way more sense that they would play the uh, San Anger tune first of three. Right. Well, we're about to find out here in about 25 minutes. <laughs> oh my God. Let's see if there's another email to read. <laughs> another four emails. We do have a shitload of emails. Uh, there's no time. There's no time. There's no time. It's about to start for sure. I see some movement on stage, and I'm not talking about the crowd on stage. So, like, Kirk, can you just go out and start playing some riff, and then Lars can start jamming? Oh, I don't recognize. Wait, this, what do is you? that? Uh, oh, what is that? Dang it! What is it? I do recognize I that, but I don't know what it is. We're obviously having fun playing it. It's some song that we'll be crucified for not knowing. Look at this interesting V James is playing. Oh, it's kind of a wow, sil- it's silver like burst a kind of thing. Silver burst, yeah. Total Silver Burst. Dude, this can't be a St. Anger song with that guitar, right? I don't know. Hey, what day is it? Uh, it's Monday here in the future. Sunday? The last day? Oh. God, what song was that? I know that riff. Who's going to play tomorrow? Mm, Blink-182. Uh, no, I think it was off The There's Offspring. out there. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's play some more, shall we? Shall we? Oh, there we go. Creeping Death. I don't think I've ever seen that Silver Burst V. Shadow do. I swear, I'm still, I'm still hung up on that riff before this song. Let it go, let it go. This song is like the perfect opener, the perfect first encore, the perfect set ender. This song works anywhere, anywhere. On the last little bit of the uh, North American Arena tour, they were playing it like fourth or fifth. So like, right? It was even in kind of a non-special place, and it was still fucking awesome. Oh, dude. 
that riff before this, that was the Small Hours from Garage, uh, Garage Days. You looked it up, didn't you? Nope. Oh, yes, totally. Totally. It's tough to remember like the melody of that song when I'm listening to Creeping Death, but yeah, that was Small Hours. Let it be done. I guess you're the bigger. I guess you're the bigger Metallica yeah, fan. Yeah, well, I guess I am, man. I guess you win. I guess you win, <laughs> man. So I'm still curious. Are we gonna get something from San Anger when he said we're playing something from every record? I mean, we have to, right? I'll be writing a letter to my Congress, man. I'm gonna write a letter to Q Prime Management tomorrow. Um. I was watching Munich 2015, and he said, every Please, attention to, attention to one Mr. Cliff Bernstein, yes, one Mr. Peter Minch, yes, um, we were promised St. Anger, and you did not uh, deliver. You did not. I'm kind of digging that flying V, man. That Silververse is pretty bitching. It's awesome. I've never uh, owned a Silverburst guitar of any kind, but if I do, I, I have seen uh, really cool Silverburst Explorers that are awesome. Well, the uh, Adam Jones, the guitar player for Tool, famously plays a Silverburst Les Paul Custom. Oh, nice. That's awesome. Kirkson playing that caution guitar a lot tonight. Yeah, I mean that's that's like the original cage too. Yeah. But that year, you're right. That's like his most played guitar. No mummy guitar tonight. No, no, no horror guitars at all tonight. Isn't that weird? None. That is weird. That's pretty weird, right? God, that is weird. So he's been playing the caution hot. He's been playing that kind of weird smoky flame maple flame top. The white Ouija. Cage uh, two, the, yeah, the white Ouija. He did the Les Paul, the uh, the Jackson V with a gold pick guard. He did the Jackson, the Savitri Jackson. Yes. What else? Is that it? That's all I'm really. Uh, yeah, that's all I'm thinking of tonight. He didn't play the uh, T-shirt cannon guitar. I can confirm that. <laughs> well, yeah. He only plays that on Judas Kiss. <laughs> That's a fact. That's a Metallica fact. That is a true Metallica fact from the mouth of Clint Wells. I creep across the land. Ooh. Do you hear Rob there? Did the motherfucker? Yeah, he went, in. He, went in. he went in for it, yeah. Love it. The guy wearing a fucking beanie and sunglasses. I totally thought that was Kid Rock in the front row. It just doesn't really get better than Creeping Death when it comes to Metallica. It just doesn't. I mean, it's maybe maybe one maybe one gets better only because it has the, the slower jams. Yeah. What about? But uh, in terms of just, but in terms of just power, just like the four-minute power metal boom. Here's a song. Yeah. It's, 
about the fucking plagues. It's biblical. It's catchy. It's heavy. Just the the delivery mm-hmm. of power in this song, man. Yeah. No, you're right. It's not like it's not like super intricate. It's not super heady. It's just very direct and powerful. Yeah, you're right. Definitely, I agree with that. Yeah, I was I was trying to think of something comparable on puppets. Uh, that, that's that's short like that. That has that kind of power. I mean, disposable heroes, but the battery, 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 probably the most comparable. Disposable heroes is, I think, a little, or way more complex, probably. It's way more progressive. Yeah, yeah. The, battery, but but also battery is way faster. So oh, yeah. battery is like doesn't even really compare. And creep doesn't have the. It's not as ambitious as the song master of puppets. Right. It's not a ten minute fucking juggernaut. Yeah. It's like a five creep is like a five minute just metal power delivery. Yeah. It's, it's I don't know. I don't even know how to describe it. And one of Kirk's greatest solos. Oh yeah, for, for sure. sure. And one of their best bridges of all time, too, the die part. Absolutely. Oh my god. Easily. Yeah. Easily. I think too. I mean, it's 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 one of their best songs. It's my top three. Yeah. I mean, you know, my top three are Black and Puppets and Creep. I think uh, another good thing about this song, the, the charm of it, is that you know they they wrote this song, you know, probably while touring Kill 'Em All. So they were still coming into their own as songwriters, as arrangers, and you know. Well, they well, I mean, I want to invite people to write in about this issue, but I believe they wrote the song in like spring of 2013. Oh, so, it's kind of, it, well, it's because why they're playing it two years later in 2015. That makes sense. It was kind of a fresh, yeah, it was a fresh sitch. Okay, so All going right. into uh, Nothing Else Matters with the laser, with the Pink Floyd Pink laser Pink show. <laughs> Have we seen this one tonight? That, or is that the same one? Oh, it's the same one. I haven't seen them him play this on the Caution Hot Guitar in a while. It's still plinkety plink plink plink. It is, yeah. We got James coming in. Mm. I wonder what guitar James is going to be playing. Ken Lawrence, probably. He never plays. You know what James never plays anymore is ESP Explorers. Yeah, like the, they're <clears throat> out. The '84 model. Yeah. It, yeah, I don't think I'm. Well, the well, those are the Gibsons. Those are Gibsons Explorers. But I'm talking about the ESP, like uh, EXM20, whatever. Like, you know, they was playing like around puppets and uh, yeah, for sure. Justice. No, no, there's a there's a <clears throat> there's a, a specific model. It's called. It, 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 I want to say it's called the 1984. So it's modeled after those early Gibsons he was playing. Right, right, right. Trust me, I've been looking at those on Reverb like crazy. What's he playing? The Ken Lawrence. He's got to be playing the Ken Lawrence, right? Let's see. Let me be the judge of this. We're going to zoom in on Rob through Lars's Tom Rack. Always would on just see. But now we don't get the chaotic camera angles? Come on. <laughs> I know, totally. They're just refusing to show it now that we care about <laughs> seeing know. it. They know we're watching. Like, don't show it to those guys. That's a high part vocally, man. Oh, yeah, very high. 
He sounds great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They sound great. This whole sh- mm-hmm. whole show. He right. Like, you know, he's he right. He sing good. No, this this whole show is sound, sounds amazing. I've, I've I'm having just as much fun, if not more fun, than we did the first night we did this. The first one was fun, dude. Mm-hmm. No doubt. That fucking world magnetic set was so crazy I good. No, and they sounded so good, man. Just don't want to see that guitar, James. <laughs> Some sort of psychological experiment. Is he even playing guitar? Okay, come on. Let's see it. Okay, Ken, Ken Lawrence. Lawrence. Ken Lawrence. Yo, KL. So that means Sandman's next. So I, I guess we're... Wait, well, there's been no St. Anger song. I mean, maybe James Hetfield was a liar. Dear one, Miss Mr. Cliff Bernstein. Please uh, indulge us in why James Hetfield lied to us during the 2015 Munich set. Uh, please, please, accept this bag of feces that I lovingly send to you. <laughs> it's my own, yes. Then nothing else matters. God damn it, man. This song is no joke, bro. Can you imagine writing a song this good? Just one this good? Nope. Think of all the great songs he's written. This is just one of them to him. Just one, yeah. Like, I could write a thousand songs just to get to this song. There would be no uh, stool kicking, unfortunately. Maybe he'll kick uh, the drum set over. Who knows? Maybe he'll kick Rob. Maybe he'll kick the, your girlfriend in the black tank top. Leave her out of it. <laughs> Lay off, bro. I'm starving. A little fast, but... It's a little ahead of it, yeah. Wow, that was that was like the most sloppy Joe I've ever seen that solo. I mean, and it wasn't even that sloppy. He just no, he just no, always it was, nails it was it, still it, it was still pretty killer. It really was. I think the sloppiness kind of just came from the tempo, to be honest. At least, at least from my my perspective. This is where he pretends to be Eddie Van Halen. This is where he plays Eruption. <laughs> you think we're gonna get it, Saint Anger? Or are we going straight into Sandman here? I mean, I can't imagine that he doesn't start Look playing San Diego. that psychedelic shit happening behind him. <laughs> oh my gosh, they're about to play Dark Side of the Moon, aren't they? <laughs> breathe, breathe in the air. I'll sing it. He has no pick. Oh, he, he is going to show him a pick. He's been showing him picks since 2014. Shoot. And he turns it around and it says Malika. It says Munich. It says Munich. Okay. All right. So there's, there's de- they're definitely not playing St. Anger after fucking Sandman. You don't think they're going to close with Frantic? They're going to close with Purify. <laughs> Do you think if they ever did a set where they didn't close with this, would people really be that bummed? 
Like if, no. if they opened it or played it right in the middle or whatever, if they closed with creeping death, people would still lose their shit. I would. I think. Well, here. I mean, I think if they didn't play Sandman, it would be totally fine. But you you would have people being like, they didn't play really Sandman. People would definitely say that. I'm not saying don't play it. I'm saying if they didn't close with it, like just throw in the middle somewhere, and people are like, oh, well, that's crazy, and then you close with something like creeping death. Oh, we got the crab. <laughs> we got the crab. Crab box there. Um. Yeah, I mean, I think. I think opening with it too is also too too expected yeah you know what would be really fucking killer is like a great mid-set inner sandman right yeah how awesome would that be that'd be so cool just mid-set yeah just in there just surprised i mean nobody because would, nobody then they can start but, but because think about this they could easily make the last song of the set I'm, I'm talking not last song of the main set last song of like the encore they could easily make that master of puppets and it would be great oh yeah for sure that song is that song is plenty big enough yep um, here are other songs that could be the last song for sure. Um, Creeping Death, Master of Puppets. Fuel. <laughs> Not. I don't think Fuel could be the last song. Wait, last song of the whole set or the, or the main set? I'm talking about the whole. Like the night could end. Like this. The night could end. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That could be puppets. That could be bells. Creeping Death. And I'm talking seriously. Creep. Creep. Um, Fade to black. Um. One, maybe, maybe even something like Rome. Yeah, one. Yeah, like the second, the whole night could end with that, and we'll be like, that was pretty fucking good. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe for the future, maybe they start putting Sandman in the middle. That because they've been doing the Sandman, nothing else matters thing for like fifteen years, yeah, dude. It's true. Let's let's move it's on. It's kind of it's kind of the safe bet for them. I, I understand, but uh, it would be cool to see. Well, it. it's their biggest song. Oh, for sure it is. Yeah. But the, but the thing is, a lot of bands do that kind of thing. Like, Dave Matthews is a great example. So, one of his biggest songs is Ants Marching, and they often end with that. Yeah. But there's nothing cooler than a mid-set Ants Marching, bro. <laughs> because they've got they've got other big songs that they can end with where it's not this huge rip-off. Right. To me, when... when a, like, a, like, think about this. Think, think about okay. the band Semisonic, okay? I don't think about them, but... Uh, I, I hate that I'm asking... I know, I know. I hate that I'm forcing you to think about Semisonic right now. They can't not end with closing time because they don't have anything. And else. it's called closing time. But you're right. They don't. Right. They don't. They don't have an array of hits. That's the thing. If Metallica throws Entertainment in the middle of the set, all it does is is make me wonder. Yeah, that totally. guy was wearing a Lars Ulrich soccer jersey, by the way. <laughs> it just said Lars Ulrich with like a number on it. That's so German. Um, but uh, you know, if they played Entertainment in the middle of the set, all I would do is wonder, like, holy shit. They already played Entertainment, let's say, and Nothing Else Matters in the middle of the set. That just leaves it open for so much speculation. Like, what could they be throwing in the end of the set if they're not doing that? I mean, I'm going to put... I see that guy with a large orange jersey. And he's, has, Unbelievable. and he's air drumming with drumsticks. And he's got drumsticks, yeah. Love it. Well, those are um, I would even say this, Ethan. I think that an actual complete night ender could be Memory Remains. Ooh, with that outro... Da, 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 yeah, da, da, da. that'd be pretty bitching. All right, good night, bye. You know, like let everyone do that for twenty minutes. Yeah. Yes, we did. I oh, shit my bridges. You're welcome, but we're in Nashville. <laughs> yes. Jeff. Of course. Yes. Of course.
I swear to God, I never saw that chick again. I think she bailed, man. She's normally right there in that shot. Bunch of bunch of dudes down down there now. I don't get it. I don't understand. <laughs> Kirk. <laughs> oh, the devil cookie monster. I'm late for Sesame Street. <laughs> Jam. Jazz. <laughs> Terry Silver. I'm glad Lars has passed that uh that little ponytail face. Cause that's kind of what happens when like dudes start balding and listen, I'm lo- I'm losing my hair. But there's no way in hell I'm gonna grow the back out and make a ponytail out of it. It's not happening. Sorry, Clint. I, I know, know you want me to. Maybe I don't know. Maybe give it a shot. Okay, you know what? You really sold me there. I might give it a shot. Dude. No harm in trying, right? Man, that was a great set. Awesome show. So good. Awesome show. Oh, back into this? Okay. Yeah, so they're still doing the uh, fragrance. Oh, they do the whole song again. <laughs> Psych! Metallica loves you, Munich! Dude, that was such a fun, surprising awesome. set. It was awesome. There was so much. I'm, I mean, I was. I love not looking at the set list, ahead. too. I, I mean, I was grinning ear to ear this entire time. Yeah. Two hours, 27 minutes? Absolutely. What do you think? Is it really done? There's no way they're going to come out and do St. Anger, right? I think it's done. I don't think they're going to play St. Anger. I think, I think James Hatfield lied to us. If they're not going to come back out, I'm going to stop this and we can just wrap this up so I can start preparing to edit this for the next 17 hours. Oh, he just hugged Rob. That was a nice one. Oh, cute. Yeah, this is definitely over, right? It's done, yeah. All right, I'm going to stop it. Okay, so um, parting thoughts. Parting thoughts is um, I, I honestly think that was equally as, or if not more exciting than uh, week one when we did this. Than uh, Copenhagen, yeah. I mean, there was so many left turns in that set list. I just, I mean, shoot, the fact that they played Friends of Sanity in full Pretty amazing. Well, what do we want to say? What do we want to say? Okay, so are we going to do this again, you think? Uh, I think we need to call an audible next Monday when they, because they usually announce what show it is, like, you know, midday, I guess. Um, I think yeah. I might have even texted you this morning at some point, but. You did. It was this morning. Okay, so maybe call an audible next week. We yeah. we look and see what it is. It, I say if it's something pre-hardwired, then let's go for it. Yeah, I agree with that. That's that's smart. That's right. Because Hardwired is just kind of like, you know, there were some exciting moments on the Hardwired tour, but overall it was kind of, you know, business as usual, which is great when you're there. But um, we, we're, we're so fresh off that boat. I just, uh, I'd rather see something a little earlier. Well, all right. Well, here's your homework. Um, go leave us a positive review. Nothing's changed. We still need you guys to uh, go out there and uh, let people know that you like the podcast. And right. Obviously, share it with your your buddies on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok and whatever the fuck you're on, and and uh, 
you know, we're on Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Metal Up Your Podcast. Your support means so much to us now. And there's so much cool shit over there. You get all the EPs that we've made. You get, we do monthly giveaways of Metallica stuff that's in the closet, a bunch of collectibles and vinyl and vinyl box sets. And then, of course, the quarantine covers that you're ha- which are happening now. Uh, and we very much appreciate that support. And I guess we'll just leave you guys with that unless you want to say anything else. Even Shoot, man. I'm just, uh, I'm ready to send this audio to you. And, uh, I just, I wish I could come help you edit this thing. All right. Well, let's just say goodbye to the people and, uh, we'll see you guys on the flip flop. We love you guys. We appreciate everyone out there who supports metal up your podcast. Yep. And, uh, we're, we're very proud of the show and, uh, we're committed to keeping the show rolling, especially through such a strange time. So just know out there that we love you and, uh, we'll see you next week for sure. All right. Peace. Adios. <laughs> Right, so what would you say? Then I would say, delete that. <laughs>